It's game day in Maryville, and you know what that means. It's time for some Red Rebel football on your home for all things Maryville sports. Rebel Radio, WGAP. Sit back as we set the stage for another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. We look for Maryville to take it to another level and raise the bar to another Red Rebel victory. Welcome to Rebel Radio, WGAP, and look out, because here come those Rebels. Good game day to you and welcome to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips, and we are on the road again here at Hardin Valley Academy. Chris, it's uh, it's been a couple weeks, had fall break, got it behind us. The weather seems to be uh, following us down uh, down Pellissippi, but uh, you know what? We're here on top of the press box here at Hardin Valley Academy and ready for a good football game. Two 6A opponents, region matchup. Uh, how you doing, man? Well, it feels like a nice uh, fall night out here up on top. Uh, like you said, a little cloudy. Let's hope this weather uh, stays away from there, at least during game time. You know, like I like I always say, prep for the worst, hope for the best. That's what we've done up here on the top of the press box. But uh, excited for what the Rebels have have worked through, got done through the uh, through the bye week, through the the fall break. Talking with Coach Hunt earlier today, uh, they had an opportunity to practice a couple times, but they had an opportunity to rest a little bit too. So, uh, without further ado, brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm right there in Maribel and ready to work for you. The coach interview uh, with Coach Derek Hunt. We'll hear what the coach has to say right here. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of the Maryville Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, uh, again, always thanks for the time, and this interview will be brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm. But, Coach, how you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me. Hey, Coach, uh, coming off fall break, welcome back to game week. Uh, again, excited, I know, uh, to get back in the throes of things. But, uh, but again, welcome back. Yeah, we're excited to be back and looking forward to a Friday night. Well, Coach, this uh, this uh, this interview will will kind of recap the Cleveland game, but then we'll t- look ahead to tonight's matchup uh, with the Hardin Valley Hawks. Uh, Cleveland uh, was a a pesky bunch, uh, a, a bunch that uh, that really kind of brought some interesting things defensively. But uh, again, another really nice performance by your football team in a uh, in in a go you know, kind of going away victory there going into fall break. You know. We really played well, and we built up a ton of momentum, I felt like. Just coming from the Powell game, I just felt like each week we were getting a little bit better, and we weren't playing perfect, certainly, you know, early in the year. But I feel good about this team, and and our coaches have done a great job, you know, just kind of developing some kids that, that we knew were going to be good players, but were inexperienced. And, man, we were playing so well the last two weeks before fall break. It was kind of bittersweet on a break because I want to just keep playing. We were having too much fun and we were getting so much better. Uh, but I'll say this, we had three really good practices over fall break. We had a couple days off and then we had three great practices and had a good week this week. So I'm hopeful that, you know, we'll come back out there and, and carry on, pick up where we left off. 42 to 7 was the the final tally there against Cleveland. Uh the really kind of the 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 tail of the tape was Noah Vaughn. You talk about explosive. You talk about opportunities and taking advantage of those and just being unwilling to go down. Nine touches, eighty three yards, but three monster touchdowns that really set the tone, set the gap 
and really uh, made that uh, made that game get out of hand quick. Yeah, and, and of course we've talked about Noah time and time again. He's just such a good player. He sees stuff so well. I don't know, you know, we've had a lot of really good running backs, and they've all had, you know, their certain skill sets and attributes. And one of the things that Noah does so well is he sees it. You know, he he has great vision and he accelerates. You know, when he sees a hole, he can hit it as hard as quick as anybody we've had. And so, you know, and between that and then, you know, our offensive line kind of gelling, I think Coach Hicks and Coach Waters are doing a phenomenal job with those guys. And, you know, they're working hard. They're working hard together. And that's what, you know, that's what makes all the difference. And so, you know, that's, we're, we're able to run the football right now. And that makes things a lot easier. Yeah, and, and Noah, of course, was the uh, he is the first this year two-time player of the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, but he was very complimentary of that offensive line. And, and likewise, after the broadcast, we kind of caught some of the offensive linemen. They were just really excited uh, for what Noah was able to do there that night. But, you, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dynamic. You know, I think during the broadcast, you know, he pulled off like a, an amazing spin move down there going, going towards Cedar Street. And uh, I think we said we don't know who he's going to be sponsored by, but I, I think Frigidaire, Samsung, or one of the, the washing machine companies would be lined up. He, he puts people on spin cycle. <laughs> yeah, he, that's, uh, that is his favorite move. So <laughs> he would be, he would be uh, the first to tell you that. Yeah, he, he does a really good job with it. And, and again, it's, it's effective. So, but uh, also, you, you know, you look at it, uh, spread the ball around there against Cleveland. Uh, really a balanced attack. You know, you had – uh, 117 rushing yards, which was, you, you know, on the number side is on the low end, but very efficient. Five touchdowns out of the, the run game. Uh, but then had 212 throw yards. Really, really kind of kept that defense stretched for most of the game and really put them, a, put them in a position to where they had to be perfect and they, they couldn't do that. But uh, a good win going into fall break. But I think you mentioned it. Uh, bittersweet. Your guys were playing at a really high level going into the break. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, now in this season, you know, it's, it's Major League Baseball postseason time. Uh, sometimes that delay can impact you. Uh, again, what, what, was the, uh, what was the message, I guess, postgame and into the bye week? But uh, what was uh, – how, how do you keep your guys excited? Well, first of all, we, we wanted them to enjoy their break. You know, so they, they had really, really almost five days off because they had – after our game against Cleveland that Friday night, you had Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and we didn't practice until Wednesday night. We had all day Wednesday to get back. And I certainly took advantage of that myself and, and, and needed a break as well. So um, I wanted them to enjoy, you know, the time that they had off. And then, and then when we came back, you know, the whole goal was to come back kind of refreshed because we've, we've kind of been – we've played some tough games, you know, this early, early on in this season. So come back refreshed and then and try to get after each other a little bit, do a little more one-on-one type work and, and uh, you know, but our first O, just go against our first D a little bit in, in that fall break practice time slot. So that was fun to see, and it was exciting. And so I think our, our kids are excited to get back after somebody else. So. Coming into game week, of course, this, uh, this game is on the road. It's been a common theme this, uh, this season, but this will be the final regular season road game for the Rebels. And we head to Hardin Valley, uh, again, the farthest road game for the season. So been a very uh, – very close-knit season, but uh, the Hawks 0-7 on the season, but I got a feeling that uh, you're, you're, not, uh, you're not sitting on this game and you're, you're uh, looking to, to have a battle on your hands. Yeah, I mean, you know, Harden's not having the type of season that, that I know that they want to, and I know Coach Potter well, 
he's a great guy, and you know they're playing a lot of younger kids, and so they're they're going through some growing pains for sure, you know. And so one of the biggest things about about weeks like this is, you know, people ask, well, are you looking to? You know, I think I've been asked three or four times this even even this week. You know, are you looking forward to, you know, playing a, a Knox West or even a Brad Essential? And it's like, yeah, I, at this point, if 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 our seniors have not got it in their head that we're one week at a time in high school. They never will, you know. And, <laughs> and that we we prepare for every opponent the same, and every opponent has our full respect. And so we have practiced and as hard uh, for Hard Valley as we've done this year. Uh, we got all our attention this week, and we want to come out and execute, you know. And and so um, sure, sure, we're the favorites and and heavy favorites, and and just from looking at record, that's what you that's you could come to that conclusion. Um, but we treat them just like anybody else, and I think that they have earned that respect. You know, it hadn't been long ago when we went up to Hardin Valley. I want to say I want to say it was 2014, and it was like six to three at halftime. I think we ended up winning 16 to three. That, yeah, that's exactly and, right. And yeah. they have had some really, really good football teams. So everything's cyclical. They will be back, you know, sooner rather than later. And hopefully, uh, Coach Potter's there to. Reap those rewards, and I know it'll feel good for him when he when he gets it going again. This will be the uh, the sixth matchup between the Rebels and the Hawks. Uh, again, defense has been the the Rebels' calling card in this in this series, holding the Hawks to single digits in each of those five matchups. Two times shutting out the Hardin Valley Hawks. But coach, you you've got some opportunity in the eighth game of the season to have some pretty cool milestones for some of your key players. Noah Vaughn, uh, he's 143 yards away from 1,000 yards. In game eight, that's a that's an amazing stat to, to even be that close to it. His average would nearly get him there just, just by that. But also you've got some other players that are really close to some really nice milestones. Uh, Markel Fortenberry, really close to 500 yards receiving. Uh, just some really key pieces there. But when you go on the road, and, and again, the Rebels have been comfortable doing that because they've done it often early this season. Uh, but yeah. but is there coming off a of bye week and going on the road, uh, I, I guess, is there a, is is that a focus point, uh, just making sure you take care of business? Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, we definitely want to take care of business. The worst thing you can do is come out flat after a bye week because everybody's going to point to that. And so – you know, in a, in a game where, uh, you know, you're expected to come out and be really good, we like to do that. And so we've talked about this week, you know, at practice each day, playing fast and with a purpose because the last thing you want to do is come out and be sluggish. And so, you know, things are going to go both ways, and you're going to get the ball bounce your way sometimes and not every game you play. Uh, but if you can come out and play fast and if we make mistakes and we make them going full speed, and we'll be we'll be okay with that. We'll live with that. Understand, understand. Well, coach, again, as always, I appreciate your time and talking through last week, and then uh, of course looking ahead to what we've got this week in front of us. But uh, good luck against the the Hardin Valley Hawks. Hope for a safe game, good weather, and uh, and again, yep. uh, appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Hey, that is the interview with Coach Derek Hunt, brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm, a law firm right here local to Maryville and willing to work for you. Let's take us a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, more of the Everting Orthodontics pregame show right here on Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. 
your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside the ever-popular Mr. Chris Hips, and welcome to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week here on Rebel Radio WGAP. Chris, tonight we're calling uh, calling our best Willie Nelson as we're on the road again. Uh, tonight we jump back into region play with a game here at Hardin Valley Academy with a matchup with the winless 0-7 Hardin Valley Hawks. The Rebels enter tonight's matchup 7-0, and the Hawks sit at 0-7, a battle that will surely see Hardin Valley looking uphill. But as we look to preview game number eight on the Red Rebels schedule, Mr. Hips, how about those Rebels? Well, you know, these Rebels had an entire week to uh, rest up, get healed up, you know, so they're coming in here almost full strength. It's going to be a great game. Hopefully, uh, like you said, maybe a quick game. You know, we're worried about the little bit of weather that could be pushing in later in to the end of the night. I'll tell you, the, the clouds here at Hardin Valley are beautiful, but they make me nervous. So uh, we'll see if the weather holds off. We are prepared for rain and hoping for not. But, uh, but Chris, talk about this matchup. This is a matchup. This is the sixth meeting between Hardin Valley and Maryville. 5-0 are the Red Rebels, and the last time they played was 2016. So none of the, the active players have seen the Hardin Valley Hawks. So this will be a first for the, the players tonight. Coaches, however, much different story. You talk about a, a matchup that's been one-sided. Maryville has held the Hardin Valley Hawks to single digits in each of the first five meetings twice, holding them scoreless. So it, it's going to be an uphill battle for the Hardin Valley Hawks. But what, what, do you, uh, what do you expect to see here tonight? This is a region game now. And it's a game that has very big implications. Maryville wanting to hold on uh, to their stranglehold on the number one seed, Hardin Valley, just looking to find a positive this season. Well, in my opinion, Maryville just needs to uh, status quo. They just need to keep running the ball. I mean, you got a great running back in Noah Vaughn. And also, you know, get some more, uh, I guess, catches for them uh, receivers. Give them a little bit more touches. You know, you want to spread the ball and, you know, maybe use this as a tune-up game. And uh, for Hardin Valley, I know they're coming uh, in. I won't tell in. Coach Hunt you said that. <laughs> well, you know, for me, but, you know, for uh, Hardin Valley, they're just going to want to try to quick score. They're, they're, they love to try to hit a big play early in the game, uh, what the sources in the area say. So, you know, for the defensive side of the ball, try to prevent any big plays, you know, make them keep the uh, minimum plays. And, you know, hopefully, like I said, we can get through this game pretty quickly and fight any injuries. Well, and if you look at this team, I think they're looking for just another level of balance. You're talking about Maryville. Uh, they, they, against Cleveland, uh, the Blue Raiders held up to 117 yards rushing, which is really a season low at that category. But they threw for 212 yards and had an opportunity uh, to really exploit it much more than that in the second half. But I think defensively, uh, this is a game to continue to push the button, uh, continue to get upfield against teams, continue to live in the backfield. Uh, they're, they're holding teams to, I think, 73-yard average average for the for the year held Cleveland quote unquote the number 10 team in 6A in the state held them to 33 rushing yards 140 passing yards most of that coming in the second half yeah that's just an incredible uh, 
defensive uh, pressure, you know. I think we talked about Manneker and Bethea. They seem to just live in the backfield. I think Manneker, you know, made a suggestion. He should have had about two or three more sacks he missed on, but I can see them being in the backfield a lot tonight as well. Yeah, I, th I think he's uh, he is he is uh, he pushes the issue every chance he gets, and, and the and that makes offensive linemen have to make a decision. They're either going to let him go by, or they're going to put those hands on the jersey. More times than not, the jersey gets pulled. Uh, but you know that's a, that's a tough call to make. But uh, you know, as they're they're calling out uh, the seniors here at Hardin Valley, uh, I, I don't know that that Maryville's the senior night uh, that I would select, but. Uh, that's what's going on here at Hardin Valley. But if you look at individual stats, Chris, there's a lot of guys that have a lot that uh, can be accomplished here tonight. Noah Vaughn, 143 yards away from 1,000 yards. This is game eight. This is a team that has played on Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, for 20 straight years. So he's he's averaging nearly nine yards a carry. Uh, what do you expect from the deuce? Uh, you know, we, we had him as the uh, last player of the game against Cleveland for his incredible uh, performance, uh, 88 yards, three touchdowns. But, you know, he's just an incredible. He don't go down easy, bounces off a lot of tackles in that spin cycle, what we call it, the Samsung spin cycle. <laughs> it's it's whichever one wants to, to pay for it. But uh, <laughs> you, you know what? Uh, all I can say is, is this should be a really good night uh, for a lot of Red Rebels. They're in the Stormtroopers, the Road Whites. We'll talk about those uniform combinations and the starting lineup uh, brought to you by Dive With Us Scuba Services on the flip side of the break. You're listening to the Twin City Certified Game of the Week right here on your source for Rebel Sports, 1059 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming, WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Kingdom Design Ministries will be hosting their signature event, Dancing with the Stars, on Tuesday, October 19th at the Airport Hilton. Get ready for a night of dancing, fun, and fellowship. Watch your favorite local contestants take to the stage and compete to win the coveted Judges' Choice and People's Choice Awards. Attendees will have the chance to vote for their favorite performances. Tickets can be purchased at KingdomDesignMinistries.org, and all proceeds go toward KDM's mission to create dream makeovers and home renovations for children experiencing devastation. For all of our Alcor listeners, 2022 will be a special year for one of your very own. A student at Alcoa City Schools will be receiving a KDM makeover. Dancing with the Stars is an opportunity to have a great time and support our local children. Again, tickets can be purchased at KingdomDesignMinistries.org, and we hope to see you at the Airport Hilton on Tuesday, October the 19th. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD which is 888-7653, or go to dwightprice.com. 
Ford.com. The right home with the right price. Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips as we are on the road here at Hardin Valley Academy. Uh, the Hardin Valley Band, Chris, just did the national anthem. Really nice rendition of it. And, uh, and, and again, that just means it's Friday night. It's time for football. Yes, their uh, rendition was amazing. And the two songs leading up to it with the dance team down here right here in front of us did a great job as well. Yeah, you, you can tell this is a this is a pretty new school. Founded in 2008, it's a school that uh, has seen a level of success. I will say of recent in the in the sports category, it's more went to the baseball diamond. Uh, but you know, this is a team that wants to be good. They have facilities to do so. As as we're standing here, you can see Harden. You can see the football complex, the baseball and the softball right here to our back. So pretty cool campus. Uh, as the uh, as like I said, the clouds just continue to evolve. The sunset is just over the elementary school over here pretty good look and you got the low line uh, clouds right there at the uh, mountain range it's a pretty view from way up here on top of the uh, stadium we have a perch we perch, are perched yes. up here atop the uh, the press box here at Hardin Valley Academy but you know we've talked a little bit about the, uh, the, the what's leading up what this means for both teams let's talk a little bit about this starting lineup starting lineup your red rebel starting lineup brought to you by dive with us scuba services on the offensive side of the football Carson Jones will lead the troops out. Number five, the senior. Running back will be Noah Vaughn. Wide receiving core will include Markel Fortenberry, DJ Burks, and Carson Jones. Your H-back tight end spot will be Jackson Phillips. And the offensive line will be Carlos Yanez, Jay Adams, Cal Grubbs, Trevor Abdella, and Adrian Gum. On the defensive side of the ball, that front will be Mike Bethea, defensive end, Caleb Graham, Frankie Diaz, the front line, and the linebackers will be Keyshawn Harper, Zach Braden, Jacob Richmond, Peyton Cooper, and in the backfield, locked down by Cannon Johnson and Markel Fortenberry at the corners, and the safeties, DJ Burks and Eli Hames. The specialists will be Corbin Price and Charles Trenum doing the kickoff duties. Markel Fortenberry will be a punt, be the punter. Long snapper Peyton Cooper and Caleb Dunford will be the holder. Uh, just a great group of starters there. And, uh, again, guys that have uh, that found their way to a starting spot, some of those have been perennial starters for the last couple of years. Yes, and you mentioned just the starters, but there's going to be plenty of other names. I, I'm guaranteed we're going to be calling throughout the rest of the night. Yeah, we will go deep into the uh, into the starting lineup here. Here's what I think. I, I think if you look to, a, uh, I guess, a player to make a difference here, uh, I think it's going to be on the defensive side of the ball. I really do. I think this is an opportunistic defense that, that a week off gives them a little bit of health back. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting a big game from Zach Braden. I'm expecting a big game from Mike Bethea. And watch out for Frankie Diaz. I think it could be a big game for those three. I'm trying to decide. I, I'm been pretty sold. I think uh, Cannon Johnson over there at corner position, he's had his hand on a couple, not brought one in just yet. I think he's had one on the year, but that was a big one. might be another good one this this year, uh, week. Yeah, he closed out that Alcoa game with that big interception. So, yeah, I expect a big game from Mr. Johnson. Uh, and, and, you know, Chris, it's just, a, it's just a good night for football. Like I said, if the weather will hold off, it may be the most perfect night here in 2021. The weather's great. Humidity's low. And uh, the lights are flashing here at Hardin Valley. They have the uh, the LED light show going pregame, and uh, and uh, they might as well use it while they can. 
Hey, they got something going for them. Hey, I like it. I like it. But uh, here, here's some things we need to talk about, Chris. We have a great sponsorship crew here in 2021 for Rebel Radio, all brought to you uh you know, by all the community of, of Rebel Radio, Maribel, Alcoa area, all supported here. But Twin City Certified in Maribel, they will provide the Game of the Week sponsorship each and every week. Stevenson Tire, Windy City Grill, Bob Ramsey State Representative, District 20, REO Cheese Wagon, Whitlock & Company PC, Eberting Orthodontics, Broadway Barbershop, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Carico Construction, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, the Huddleston Law Firm, and Bliss Air. And just new to, to uh, Rebel Radio just a couple weeks ago, dive with us scuba services right there in Maryville, Jeff Birchfield, Lou Birchfield, uh, owners and operators there. Dive with us scuba services, sponsor of the Red Rebel starting lineup. And all amazing sponsors and yeah, all the local schools. Yeah, and, and again, they, they support us, Rebel Radio, but yeah, they, they support a lot in our community, whether that's you, you, you know, Homecoming Queen, whether that's uh, FFA, whether that's the band, uh, they're all over it, and we appreciate them for, for their contributions to Rebel Radio. But as the uniform combinations will be described, the Rebels are in the road whites, the Stormtroopers, if you will, white pants with red and black stripes on the, on the legs, white jerseys, red numerals trimmed in black, and the traditional Rebel helmet black with Rebel script on either side. Hardin Valley, their uniform combination, uh, will be white football pants with navy and Carolina blue on the leg. And then they will have Carolina blue jerseys with navy numerals edged in white. A blue, navy football helmet with a stripe and their traditional Hardin Valley Hawk on either side. Uh, as the Hawks run through the band, uh, they have two flag bearers and the football team coming out behind them. But, uh, you know, as captains are about to meet at half at center field, uh, it's a... Uh, about football time in Maryville. I guess that's a 50-yard line. Center field, <laughs> what way you can call it? 50-yard line. Bro. Yeah, sure. We know the yard mark. How about right. on the eye of the hawk, the hawkeye? All right, on the hawkeye down there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Lost it there. But uh, the, the team captains for Maryville, it will be number one, number 41. <laughs> Ken gives me the glare. Uh, Royal Curtis, number 59, Carlos Yanez, number 65, Riley Knox. And number 74, Sal Chito. Hardin Valley will have number four, Ryan Nickel. Number 17, Jacob Green. Number 19, Anis Abu Hatab. And number 53, Eric Rodriguez. I was trying to look at that one name. You trying were trying to, to I, I gave it my best shot, Chris. <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, uh, I'm excited. The band is falling off the football field. Really, really a traditional fall off right here. This is kind of cool. But as they, uh, they kind of get the uh, – what's, what's the name of the song? This is like a, it's a thing. Yeah. I don't know. If our, if our mics wasn't noise canceling, we'd let, let somebody else tell us. But, you know, as they're, uh, they're walking out, like I said, uh, good-looking uniforms for Hardin Valley. As the numbers are real crisp, going to be able to read those pretty well tonight. Uh, hopefully the yard lines are just as good. You know, I like the light blue color uh, <laughs> being a Carolina boy, but can't go wrong with the Stormtrooper white look. Well, and here's the thing. Uh, you, you know, when we're on the artificial turf, the Rebels will be in the Stormtroopers, and, uh, and and they perform very well in them. You know, remember last time when we went to Bearden, uh, it was an early and often success se successful night there. But we're two minutes to go until uh, kickoff here at Hardin Valley. Let's take our last break. Gear up for kickoff. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming, WGAPradio.com. 
Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. You can't stop me. Can't stop, won't stop. Where the brakes at? I give him that ditty bop. Like, take that, take that, take that, take that. And welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy, where the coin flip has been made, and the the Rebels will receive this opening kickoff. The Rebels win the toss, want the football, Hardin Valley to kick it away. As we're about a minute, six seconds to go to a kickoff, the referees are at the 50-yard line talking, talking it out, getting the game plan together as we look ahead. Uh, again, just to set the stage, sun is setting to our left as we're looking from the home side of Hardin Valley and looking across to the Rebel Faithful, who Chris have traveled really well here tonight. Got the band here. I uh, got a lot of parents, a lot of fans uh, excited about what's going to happen here tonight. Yeah, the stands over there are about, I'd say, about 80% full. I mean, there's not many seats left. Looks like deep for the Red Rebels. Uh, it's going to be number one, DJ Burks. Number two, Noah Vaughn. And number 28, Gage Ledoux. Yeah, all three speeches back there for uh, Maribel. You know what you call that, don't you? Speed, speed, and more speed. Pooch kick. That's what you call <laughs> that. That's what you need. But uh, Hardin Valley, a little huddle here for special teams. It's interesting how some teams do that, some teams don't. But the kicker sets the football, gives the signal, and then steps back up to step it off. Clock is set to 12 minutes here in the first. Whistle's blown. And it's about to be football time here from Hardin Valley. As he steps it off, walks from his 33, and it kicks away. And, and what is that, Chris? That's a pooch kick. But. That's a pooch kick, but Gage Ledoux comes up to take it. He's going to cut through some defenders, get upfield, get across the 40, and he is going to push himself near oh. the 45, cross the 45, give him the 46. Gage Ledoux. Churning. That's a great return by Gage, a young player for the Rebels, but experienced in churning those legs. Yeah, and that's one of those uh... – Pooch kicks that didn't uh, go short like they hoped, and Gage Ledoux was able to run up and just with a full steam ahead took it straight up field. It's going to be first and 10 Red Rebels ball on the Rebel 46-yard line. Uh, with one quick snap can get into to Hawk territory. Carson Draw Jones brings the troops out there, changes the play just a touch. Three receivers to the right, one to the left as they move left to right here at Hardin Valley. Kick it out in the flat to D.J. Burks. He quickly gets across the 50, across the 45, and down to the Hardin Valley 40-yard line, and that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Yes, and that was a great screen pass out to uh, D.J. Burks and Todd Gentry, the uh, corner out there with the shoestring tackle for Hardin Valley. Running tempo. He's going to keep Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. Trips flip to the left side of the formation. He looks to the sideline, sees something out of the defense he doesn't like. He's going to make a little adjustment with the offensive line, steps it back. Keeps Noah to his left hip pocket. He takes the snap. Little three-step drop, delivers to Noah in the flat. Cross the 40-yard line quickly. Cross the 35. One man to beat. Can he do it? Cross the 25-20. Down near the 15-yard line. They're going to put him out of bounds at the 13 of Hardin Valley. And that's Noah Vaughn, ladies and gentlemen, uh, roaring through some Hawks. That's the new uh, Noah Vaughn pinball right there, bouncing off tacklers. Luckily, uh, Ryan Nichols, I think, out there on the that's quarterback position, pushed him out of bounds. That's 27 yards closer to 1,000 for the deuce as Noah Vaughn gets into the common-sense pest control red zone. 
He's going to fake the handoff to Noah on that time. Hands it or throw to D.J. Burks in and out of the hands of the senior receiver. And it's going to be called incomplete. I think Hardin Valley wants the uh, the fumble, and I don't think he made a football move after after the attempted catch. No, nah, that was a great slant pass. Uh, Ethan Blaylock, number three there for uh, Hardin Valley from the safety position with a nice hit, perfect timing, unfortunately for them. You know, he didn't make a football move. I, I thought it was really good. What The, the fake to Noah Vaughn really collapsed that front for the defense, left D.J. wide open, just one man to beat, and uh, give Blaylock some credit. He made the hit. Carson Jones staring down a second and 10 inside the 13-yard line. Give it the 12 is what they're calling on the scoreboard. Carson looks, cleans his gloves, moves Jackson Phillips into motion. A little three-step drop, wants to throw it. He uncorks it across the middle. Looks like that's Markell down around the one-yard line. Catch is made, and it's going to be just short of the goal line. They're going to give him the one. That's going to be first and goal, Red Rebels. That's at a white price of Realty Executives, first down. That's a great catch by Markell on a high pole where only – Person we get it with him. Uh, fortunately, he just couldn't turn up field to get into the end zone. I think there's one play here. Noah Vaughn to the left hip pocket. Handoff is to Noah Vaughn. Goes through over the goal line, untouched, and it's touchdown Rebels. Great opening there by the offensive line. It was like you said, nobody touched him before he just scampered across the goal line. Well, I, I think you get you get you get Noah Vaughn three yard or three feet from the goal line. I, I don't know that there's many trucks going to stop him, let alone uh, 11 high school kids. So uh, Noah Vaughn rushes into the end zone, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Six for your Red Rebels, zero for the Hardin Valley Hawks. Corbin Price on to attempt the PAT. Charles Trenum to hold, Corbin to kick, and it is up and doing. Corbin is is a almost automatic kicker here at this level. Seven to nothing, the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads, and your Rebels on top of the Hardin Valley Hawks, seven to nothing. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Welcome back to Hardin Valley. And nothing missed here, Chris, as Mr. Touchback Charles Trenum drills one through the back of the Navy end zones with the word Hawk in the middle of it. Drives it out to the back. I guess that's where they do the shop put back there. Uh, and and he, uh, he put his in the arena. Yeah, I mean, that hit outside the end zone. So that was a deep kick. Looks like quarterback for Hardin Valley is going to be Smith, number 18. He's going to start in a shotgun formation. And he'll start with the running back behind him, Hillis. We'll see what he does here to his left hip pocket. Takes the shotgun snap, looks to the right immediately. He is popped. That's a fumble, and he's just going to have to get on top of it. No, he doesn't. Guess who scoops it? Mike Bethea, scoop and score. Yeah, 55. 55, Mike Mike, 
I told you he was going to have a big game. Mike Bethea took advantage, <laughs> saw the ball, ran right past the quarterback. Quarterback made a business decision. Mike made one, too. He, he was into the end zone. Touchdown Rebels and the Bliss Air scoreboard on play number one just changed. Yeah, that's one guy you don't want to leave wide open rushing the quarterback. <laughs> I'll tell you, 55's after it physically, and he's after it when he sees the football. Bliss Air scoreboard reads 13 to nothing, and Corbin Price wants to add just another one. Charles Trenum to hold. Looks like Hardin Valley got a little uh, got a little antsy on that one, jumped the snap. They're going to get another snap at it just a touch closer. Let's see, yes. Yeah, offsides. Offside. Actually, they're going to decline it. I guess you don't want to have to try to get it so straight up. So Corbin will kick again. Charles Trenum never leaves. He's on his – he's uh, setting up uh, there at the 10-yard line. Reset. 10.39 to go here in the first quarter. And uh, nearly two touchdowns completed uh, on the scoreboard. Charles Trenum with the hold. Corbin Price with the kick. It is up. It is good, and with 10.39 to go in the first, your Rebels 14, the Hardin Valley Hawks 0. We'll be right back. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. And, uh, Chris, it's deja vu all over again. The last break, saw Mr. Trim at the at the helm teeing it up. And he kicks it away here again. Another kick is long and spiraling. And, yes, into the end zone. Touchback. Hardin Valley will try again from their own 25-yard line. So, I think uh, right now the defense has the 20. Stand, I'm sorry. Standing over the offense. They scored a touchdown faster. <laughs> I think, yeah, at this rate, it, it, it's a battle there. But uh, Hardin Valley will come back out, staring down a 14-point deficit. And uh, you, you got to think if you're Maryville's defense, getting upfield was successful on series number one. I think you'll see it again here in series number two. Try to get some starters out there. Obviously, Mike Bethea is right back out there, but got a lot of movement uh, there on that defensive front. Looks like 18 Smith is going to stay in that shotgun formation. Going to have... 40, number 40, Hillis in the backfield with him. A little shotgun snap, a design quarterback run, and going nowhere. He's going to be dropped for about a two-yard loss in the backfield. Let me yeah. give him a one-yard loss. I think that's a that's a generous spot. Yeah, that was a great uh, tackle there by Keyshawn Harper, just playing up against the line of scrimmage, just read the play perfectly and hit him in the backfield. Second down, 11 yards to go. They didn't start the clock on that play. Still 10.39 to go here in the first quarter. Looks like they've got it moving now. Arden Valley is going to stay in that shotgun formation. Hillis, the lone back to his left. Three receivers to the right, one to the left, as Harden Valley will go right to left here on their, their home turf. 18 is going to take the snap, a little happy feed. He's going to dump it over to number four. Number four gets across the 30, across the 35, and will be pushed out of bounds by number 13. That's Carter Cox. 
And uh, that's a nice pickup, number four for Hardin Valley, Ryan Nickel. Uh, he he made all that happen. Yeah. The throw was behind him. He had to go back there and get one it. One, it too. But once he got it, he got up real quick. That's good. one of them good plays. I mean, he, like you said, he reached behind him, one hand, he grabbed it, brought it in, and just ran up the sideline before he got pushed out of bounds by Carter Cox. Hardin Valley will set up first and 10, ball on their own 40-yard line. Again, Smith is the quarterback. Hillis will be the running back. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. He takes the snap, rolls the pocket to the right, wants to throw, delivers it out, and the, rece- the reception is made at the Rebel 40-yard line, and he is taken down right there, but looks like flags coming in. Kind of in the area of a yeah. possible face mask. Yeah, it looks like a face mask. That was another great pass and catch there by uh, number 11, Matthew Vaughn for uh, Hardin Valley. Unfortunately, I think, Cannon Johnson on the tackle might have grabbed the face mask. Face mask is the call, so they'll tack that on to the end of the reception, and then it'll move the Hawks on down into Rebel territory. They'll, I think they'll set up right about the 24-yard line. It's probably the, the most positive yardage they've had in a single series in some time, but uh, they've made it happen. Give Smith some credit, rolling that pocket, a good delivery on the run. Uh, you got to give credit where credit's due. They're going to flip it back again. They're going to have Hillis in the backfield. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Looks like uh, the receiver sees something with the defense. They make a call. He's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Hillis. Hillis runs into a load of Zach Brayton, and uh, he's going to be upended and dropped right about the line of scrimmage. It's going to bring up second and 10. 9.24 to go here in the first quarter. Rebels lead 14 to nothing. If you're just joining us, how did this happen so fast? A quick score by Noah Vaughn after a, a several-play drive. And then first play of Hardin Valley's series, a fumble scoop score by Mike Bethea to make it 14 to nothing. Smith again, traditional shotgun set for Hardin Valley. He'll stand at his own or at the Rebel 30-yard line. He takes the shotgun snap, rolls that pocket to the right. He's looking, looking, throwing, and the reception is made just beyond the line of scrimmage. And that's about all they're going to get. They're going to get one yard. I think that was number 11 again. That is Vaughn for Hardin Valley. And who was that on the tackle? That was uh, number 17 out there, Hutton Jones, in the quarterback position. Hit him as soon as he caught the ball and kept him to a minimum game. They're keeping him in front of him right now. Third and nine upcoming. It's a big down right here for Hardin Valley. And they, uh, uh, another big down for an attempted shutout by this Rebel defense. Smith in there. Kind of calling out some defensive scheme here. He's going to take the snap. He's going to three, five-step drop. Just look to dump it, get rid of it. The reception's made just to maybe a yard ahead of the line of scrimmage, but not enough for the first down. It's going to bring up fourth and eight. Yeah, that was Isaac Killis on the looked like a running back screen, but Zach Braden was right there just to meet him as soon as he called it. The fact that he threw it into that mess, I was like, there's no way a Rebel's not going to come out of there with it. Good job by Hillis to, to make the reception, but uh, – they're going to have to kick this one away. Let's see if they attempt. Are they going to attempt a field goal? Yes. Are they? Yes, they're going to attempt a field goal. So from here, it will be a 27, 37-yard attempt. That is John Aragon. Number 42. Number 42 for Hardin Valley. Let's see if he's got it. Again, 37-yard attempt. The hold is down clean. The kick is up. Nice spinning kick. That's good. And it's good. Give Aragon some credit. That was a nice kick. Yeah, that's a great kick by him. Perfectly. Uh, I thought Maribel was going to get that through there to block it, and they just missed it. And the light show takes off. <laughs> it's uh, the LED things. It, you know, in my 
I about said in my day, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> Back in my day, you just had lights on or you had lights off. So every time they flicker, I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh, we didn't pay the bill. What's what's going on? But nonetheless, the light show has concluded. Teams are to their side. The new Bliss Air scoreboard reads 14 for the Red Rebels, 3 for the Hardin Valley Hawks. 7.29 to go here in the first. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Welcome back. Aragon will try the onside kick for Hardin Valley, and it will be taken, fallen on by number 86, big body number 86. Oh, that's Eli Elkins. Eli Elkins. Yeah, that's a big old tight end. Well, and, and the, the, the Rebel special teams unfold on that. You saw the the, the, the deep man come up, and they, uh, they were ready for that. As Aragon didn't really disguise it, kind of played it as an onside kick. But so the Rebels will take over well in uh, good shape from field position. They'll start at the 50-yard line. It was a great kick. It had the high bounce, but that's a 6-4 tied in with uh, great hops. That's like going up for a rebound for Eli Elkins right there. Yeah, great, great uh, hands there by Mr. Elkins. As they're going to move Jackson Phillips right to left across the formation, Carson will stay in shotgun. Move on to his, to his right. Noah's going to stay in blocking formation. Carson wants to throw it. He gets it ahead to Julius Toto, and he's going to get across the 35-yard line down to the Hardin Valley 30-yard line, and that'll be enough for Dwight Price, Realty Executives, first down. Yeah, and that was uh, Cooper Rittenberry there, number 34 for uh, Hardin Valley that was there to trip Toto up before he could turn up field. And good hands by them. If, if Toto gets away from that tackle, uh, he's still running. Looks like Carson is going to give a little update to the offensive line and then, uh, and then let Noah know about it. Trips to the left side of the formation, Markel to the right. He's going to push Noah down into a slot position. He's going to take the snap by himself in the backfield, flips it out in the flat. Julius Toto with the reception, gets across the 20-yard line, made one guy miss, and got a head forward for the first down. That's about 11, 12 yards on that pickup. And that's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. Yeah, that was a great uh, catch and run there by Toto. And luckily for uh... – Hardin Valley number five, Walker, was there for the tackle to keep him from getting any more yards. Well, they threw right, they threw left. I think this may be, well, they split Noah back out to the slot position again. Two to the left, three to the right. Carson in the backfield by himself, standing on the 25-yard line. Shotgun formation, he's throwing it all the way. He gets it ahead to Jackson Phillips. Jackson quickly upfield, cross the 10, cross the five. Legs continue to churn, and he's going to be brought to rest at the four-yard line. Great run by Jackson Phillips, a hard run for the Rebels. Yeah, and like you said, I think he got the first contact around the 10-yard line, just kept his legs churning, backed all the way up to about, what, the four-yard line? Yeah, he just continued to drive, and it took a lot of hawks to get him to the ground. 6.05 to go here in this first this first quarter that's continued uh, to have some success for the Rebels. Carson is going to move Gage Ledoux right to left across the formation. Snap taken, little one-step drop, jump ball situation. Markel oh, jumps for it, jump. I think he gets it. 
He makes the reception. I don't touchdown. know if they're, they're, they're going to give him touchdown, but they've got flags all over yeah. the place. So I think it's going to be a defensive <laughs> pass interference decline. Yeah. But Markell just eye on the football, went I'm all the jumping. way up, brought down two feet inbounds. It was out of an NFL touchdown, and it's good. And, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Yeah, that was number five, Walker. I mean, he tried to do everything he could to break up the uh, pass. Unfortunately for him, it was going to be a defensive pass interference and just another you-got-moss moment for uh, Markell out there on the edge. Well, uh, it's, it's it's a weekly thing. Markell's just – his size lends himself to being a really good physical advantage about most weeks. But with 5.48 to go, he jumps it, he catches it, and he scores with it. So, let's see what they're going to do. They're reviewing this. The scoreboard has not changed yet. But we're out in PAT formation. They're just confirming that touchdown and no uh, pass interference. Did they go to the booth? Did they go to the booth review? <laughs> I think they had to go to the booth. <laughs> Corbin, Corbin Price will attempt the point after. It is now reading 20-3. to three. Corbin Price, Charles Trenum to hold. Corbin will kick. And it is good. And the Bliss Air scoreboard with 5.48 to go in the first. Your Red Rebels 21. The Hardin Valley Hawks 3. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP as the scoreboard reads 21-3 in favor of your Red Rebels. Charles Trenum out there for his uh, fourth kick of the night. Uh, they will tack on the defensive pass interference to this kickoff. So Charles will kick off from the Hardin Valley 45-yard line like he needed any help. I don't think Hardin Valley will move. They, they shudder a little bit. Watch a, a field goal basic, a field goal attempt uh, just go wide left. And uh, that was the high mark of that one. But Charles Trenum through the back of the end zone. It'll be a touchback and Hardin Valley will bring it out to the 20-yard line. The only suspense there was, was it going to be good or not? And unfortunately, <laughs> just to the left of the uh, upright. You know, Chris brings up a really good point. They've got some uh, cameras and some different things in the end zone. There's a kid manning this thing. Corbin's PAT literally went straight up. The kid looks up and makes a clean catch without even moving. Yeah. I mean, no it's like step. He, it's stuck like his he, hands out and it landed right in his hand. It's like he aimed at him. But uh, number 18, Smith will come back out. Again, bring his troops out down 18 here midway through the first quarter. Smith will just hand off to the running back. I think that was Isaac Hillis. And Hillis is going to go straight into the, the back of his offensive lineman. We're going to call it no gain. Yeah, Second he, down, 10 to go. He ran right into the wall of uh, Frankie Diaz and Mike Bethea there for the combined tackle. That's a, that's a stone wall of Rebels right there. But with 5.27 to go, second down, 10 yards to go. As Hardin Valley goes right to left. Kind of stack this left side. They're going to have a, uh, a like a deep tight end, two receivers to the left, one to the right. 
Hillis in the backfield with Smith. They're going to drop him out in the flat to the left side. He's looking that way, wants to deliver. Number nine jumps up and takes it. Not sure that's the intended receiver, but number nine gets it nonetheless, and he gets down, gets upfield. They're going to give him the 30-yard line. If he gets the 30, that's enough for a first down. They're going to give it to him. First down, Harden Valley. And that's Todd Gentry, like he said, uh, Unfortunately, I was right over the out tips of uh, Manneker jumping up. I thought I was going to maybe pick it off, but it went right over the top of him. Yeah, I thought they were they were shooting for nickel all day long, and, and, and you saw Gentry just jump up and kind of take it. But I think it's probably good for Harden <laughs> Valley because otherwise that was probably a pick. Yeah, two receivers in the same area, but it worked out. Yeah, jump ball. Jump ball situation. Smith's going to stay in shotgun formation. He'll take it. He's going to hand off again. Hillis trying to get something out of nothing, and he's going to be backed up, stacked up. And he's going to be down at the 30-yard line. No gain. They'll bring up second down, 10 yards to go. Yeah, and that was perfect uh, coverage there by your linebackers hitting the hole. That was Zach Braden and Keyshawn Harper, both there for the combined tackle for Maryville. Hillis is going to check out of the football game. Let's see who uh, who makes it in for the Hawks. going to be, I think, number 13, is that correct? Yeah, 13. It's going to be Brady Hogreef. Grief going to be the backup running back here. He's going to be just to the right hip pocket of Smith. Smith's going to roll the pocket to the right. This is the way he likes it, and he's going to be chased by Jason Manneker. Just has to get rid of it, and he makes a prayer throw as Manneker uh, introduces him to about the seven-yard line. Yeah, and that's just constant pressure of Manneker. He just blew up the uh, running back, the backup running back. He just came in, drove him back, and then right to the receiver, or, uh, quarterback, forced the throw away. I don't Luckily, I think he got outside the tackle box before it could be a titch on the ground. In. 349, well, at the high school level, it, he has to have somebody in, in, in the area outside of the tackle box. That's that's not a thing. Uh, but as Smith will, will live to fight another play, third down, 10 to go, 349 to go on the scoreboard, but third down, 10 yards to go on the line to gain. Looks like Smith's going to stay in shotgun. Hard count doesn't get the Rebels, so he's going to look back to the sideline to change the play. He's going to keep number 13, Hoggreef, in the background, and uh, they're going to have to take a timeout. They're going to do something with that, but with third down, 10 yards to go deep in their own territory, the Hawks have taken a timeout. Let's take one with them. Hey, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage Timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. We'll be right back. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight. But we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy, where your Rebels on the road up 21-3 on the Hardin Valley Hawks. Hardin Valley, Chris, just took a timeout. Uh, what do you think they were talking about in this timeout? Obviously, I think there's no doubt if they're going to go downfield, their pocket will roll to the right. But do they go to nine, who seem to be a serviceable receiver? Or do they look for number four, Nickel? Uh, 
Maribel in that last play was showing blitz. I think that's why they backed out and called the timeout. It looks like they're yeah, I don't think much of that again. changed. But I like the way the uh, Maribel's defense is showing out, especially on the ends. They're not allowing him to roll out. They're trying to force him to stay in the pocket. I like Zach Braden standing up on that end there. It looks like he's going to bring some heat. Smith's going to stand in that shotgun formation. They're going to actually get Hogroff in the backfield, and it looks like Smith's going to take off on his own. Zach Braden and uh, Keyshawn Harper meet him at about the 34-yard line. He'll pick up four, but not enough for a first down. That'll bring up fourth down. Fourth down, six yards to go. They'll have to send the punt unit out. Yeah, that was Maribel just bringing the house at him. He made the right call trying to take off for himself. But with Keyshawn and Zach Braden's uh, speed, you're not going to outrun them to the first down marker. So looking at that, that looked like a design quarterback run. Did did Was it one of those you got a plan A, plan B, according to what the defense shows back up in? I think the two defensive ends were already crashed down, and he made the choice, I better go or I'm going to get sacked. <laughs> Harrigan is the punter as well. He gets it clean, gets it away, and the Rebels probably smartly get out of the way, let it roll and come to rest at the Rebel 31-yard line. That's where it will be first and ten Red Rebels as their offense comes back out with a comfy three-possession lead. Yeah, and one thing I wanted to point out, I think me and you were talking about it at break, but Maribel, through the start of this first quarter, has one rushing yard for one touchdown, however. <laughs> but, you know, it's just the uh, efficiency passing, 103 yards passing right now. Yeah, it's very – and, again, you look at that, Noah Vaughn's had a, an impact on this football game, but he caught it in the flat and got upfield. So, yeah, passing, uh, I guess, receiving yards for, for the Deuce tonight. But they're going to move Jackson Phillips left to right across the formation. A little bunch package there for Carson Jones. He's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn's going to try to stretch it right side. Gets across the 35, across the 40, and just weaves his way through Harden Valley Hawks. He's going to get upfield near the 45-yard line. Yeah, there's some laundry on the play. I think he might have been a block in the back down here on the uh, oh, they're receiver give it a on hold. this side. Yeah, hold. Calling it a hold there. The flag sits on the 36-yard line, so this one will come back. And uh, I don't know yeah. that you changed the play call. No, it was a great play. It's just unfortunate. I think the cornerback uh, uh, was about to blow it up, and I think there was a hole by the receiver trying to keep him from getting out there to Noah and Tom. First down, 15 yards to go. The ball should be, ball should be on the 26-yard line, not the 24, but they're going to back it up. <laughs> As Ken says, does it matter? Carson Jones will flip Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. He'll have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Markel Fortenberry being the lone man to the right side. They're going to roll the pocket to the right to look to flip it. They're going to get it quick to the 30-yard line. Receiver gets upfield, gets across the 35, up near the 39. And that is Carson Jones to Carson Jones. Yes, that was a great cut there by Carson Jones. I mean, they gave at least a 10-yard cushion to him, and he just made the best of it. Basically, I almost got the first down that. Jones to Jones connection. Yeah, pickup of 12 on the play. It's going to bring up second and three. As they adjust it, as I say it, second down two. As they're going to say the ball sits at the 39 yard line. I would think this is going to be power. See Noah Vaughn with the football. A little tight package here. Carson Jones and shotgun moving. Jackson Phillips right to left. He's going to take the snap. He's going to give the handoff to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn, full head of steam across the 40, across the 45, across the 50, across the 40, and pushed out of bounds at the Hardin Valley 30. Whoa, they keep going back at the 40-yard line. They started walking at the 36 and walked all the way to the 40-yard line. So Noah Vaughn, big pickup there for the for the junior and uh, effortless. I mean, just, just running. Just another incredible cutback by uh, 
nove on. He got to the sideline with full steam of head. And unfortunately, I think that was a, number three, Ethan Blaylock, was there to push him out of bounds before he could break out in the open. He's going to stay in the backfield with Carson Jones. Two receivers to the right. A little stack set, a little play action. Carson looks to unload it, gets it over in the flat to, I think that's Carson Jones also, a little juking job, trying to get more yardage. And he's going to push ahead forward to the 27-yard line where that'll be a first and 10 Red Rebels. Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. I think he hit him with the okey-doke. He got him with that okey-doke. <laughs> 21 to 3 is your score. Looking to add as we are under two minutes to go here in the first quarter. As the Rebels have uh, announced a demanding lead early and continued to add. Carson Jones, again, this little this little bunch package is for this series. We haven't seen that much tonight. We're going to move Jackson Phillips right to left. Takes the shotgun snap, a little low snap, going to deliver in the flat to Markell. Markell hits the defender head on, pushes ahead forward near the 20 yard line. And he will sit at the cusp of the common sense pest control red zone. Pickup of eight there on first down. It's going to bring up second and extremely short. Second down, maybe a two yards to go. And that's a good tackle there by number five, Walker, to hold on, make sure no or uh, Markell didn't break off to get a, any more yards after the catch. Going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. You're going to have DJ Burks, Carson Jones to the left, Markell Fortenberry to the right. Noah Vaughn to the left hip pocket of quarterback Carson Jones. Play action. Delivers out in the flat to D.J. Burks. 20. He cuts back inside. 15, 10, 5. Flag on the field, but he is going to not stop till he gets to the end zone. Touchdown Rebels, but, Chris, I'm afraid it may not stand. Yeah, flag's at least five yards past where the catch was, so... Looks like they're going to maybe call a block in the back. On. I think when he cut back across field, it wasn't it wasn't a block in the back until uh, that, that defender had to turn turn tail on that, and the, and the offensive lineman had nowhere to go but get him. Yeah, block in the back by the uh, receiver on the far side. And it's one, like you said, I think the cutback is what caused the block in the back, and unfortunately kept him from getting the touchdown. Well, you, you can't let the defender free, so it's just one of those deals, you know. You do what it takes to get your receiver open. He did. Uh, DJ ended up in the end zone, but unfortunately uh, called back on the penalty. 59.4 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Again, Rebels lead 21-3 at Hardin Valley. They will stand back at the 24-yard uh, line after the penalty, and it is, uh, it's one of those deals where um, let's see if they can get another score here to go into the second quarter. They're going to move Gage Ledoux right to left. Going to stack him up there behind left tackle. A little play action. Carson's going to look to deliver in the flat. Gets it to Markell inside the 15. He's going to come to rest at the 13, but not before he picks up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. That's just a great uh, pitch and catch there by uh, Maribel. Right up, wide open, and Markell just sat on the car route. Well, it's, it's a win-win for Maribel. You, you give the handoff to Noah, he's going to get positive yardage, or you get the handoff, and, uh, and, and Markell makes them pay for it. They are inside the Common Sense Pest Control Red Zone looking for an El Himidor Mexican Grill touchdown. As Carson's going to hand it off to Noah Vaughn that time. He's going to bounce off one defender, two defenders, into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Yeah, it was just patting it to Noah Vaughn, the uh, little bowling ball. I yeah, mean, well, what can you say? He just bounced off three different uh So there's there's been players. several words we've used for him this year. Pinball, water bug. I don't know what that was, but he just – the defenders were trying to arm tackle him, and that just ain't how you're going to get Noah Vaughn down. He rolls through some Hardin Valley Hawks into the end zone, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. It now reads the Rebels 27, Hardin Valley Hawks 3. Corbin Price looks to add. 
Charles Trenum to hold, Corbin to kick, and a sky kick is up and good. And uh, that same kid with green shoes caught it. But the take Bliss, two steps over this time. The Bliss Air scoreboard reads 28 for the Red Rebels, three for the Hardin Valley Hawks. We'll be right back. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy, where your Rebels lead the Hardin Valley Hawks 28 to 3. A little, uh, little condolences to be given, Chris, as uh, just got word Mr. Andy Bell uh, has had a, a family emergency there tonight, and uh, want to wish him the best. Condolences, our prayers and thoughts go to Andy Bell. He is the producer of the Alcoa broadcast, but a great man has helped out with Rebel Radio quite a bit this season. And, uh, and again, Andy, our thoughts and prayers go out to you. Yeah, prayers for him and his family. He does a lot for the uh, radio station. Oh, absolutely. Andy's a great dude. But uh, as we get back to, to the broadcast here, Hardin Valley, uh, we'll uh, watch another Charles Trenum kick go through the back of the end zone. They'll start their, their drive yet again at their own 20-yard line. Again, uh, looking over here at the stat sheet, the infamous Ken Main. We're on the top of the press box here, Chris, and uh, Ken, that doesn't slow Ken down. He he has lights. He has. I mean, it's a full production here for <laughs> for main statistical breakdowns. I think that's a. We should brand that Ken. That would work. Twenty-five years in the biz, so uh, he he has got this stuff down pat. But Smith, the quarterback for Harden Valley, is going to take it. Roll the pocket to the right. That's the way he goes. Being harassed by Mike Bethea, he tries to rip it loose. And who's there to knock it down? Frankie Diaz knocked it down. Intended receiver looked to be, I believe, number 13. That's going to be Brady Hogreef. And there's a flag on the play. Yeah, I think they're trying to say the corner for uh, Maryville might have been on the back of the receiver before the ball got there. Uh, let's see. Let's see. It was There was a lot of traffic over there. Hard to see from our yeah, angle. Passing the they're going to call P.I. on the Rebels. So that will push Harden Valley. Uh, out of their own end zone, a little, little farther out, and it will be a Hardin Valley first down. That's two big uh, penalties right now on the defense. Has given up 30 extra yards to Hardin Valley. Yeah, this, those are effort plays, though. They're, they're trying to make plays, trying to jump routes. And, uh, and like I said, not that you can't play clean that way, but looks like different quarterback into the game. That's going to be Caleb Standifer. Uh, he's going to be a young uh, six-foot, 160-pound sophomore. He's going to hand it right off that first attempt, and 40, Mr. Hillis, will get straight ahead forward, pick up a couple, and it'll bring up second down, eight yards to go. Ball on the Hardin Valley 37-yard line. Yeah, and that was Caleb Graham, number 21 there for uh, Maryville on the tackle. That gets uh, Hardin Valley 13 plays, 40 yards, as uh, this may be the end of the first quarter. Four, three, they're not going to get this off. The first quarter will come to an end with your Rebels leading 28-3 to here at Hardin Valley. A stranglehold on this one, Chris, and we've got three more quarters to go. We'll take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. 
Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips as we have entered the second quarter of play here from Hardin Valley Academy. Uh, at Hardin Valley, Chris, the Rebels 28-3 lead over the Hawks. Uh, I'm not sure that the more interesting stat, the 28 first quarter points, or the fact that uh, that two big penalties has really kept it, it from being more. Yeah, I think we were just mentioning that about the 30 yards or 40 yards, I think, total offense for Hardin Valley. We got, what, 30, 50 yards of penalties. So we got to clean up a couple of things. Like you said, I think you can't heart the uh, effort plays, but maybe, you know, try not to get as many penalties and keep these drives alive for Hardin Valley. You, you know, I think if you look at this, this is an opportunistic defense right here. Is Hardin Valley is going to have trips to the left, one to the right. Going to have Hillis to the right hip pocket. Here comes Frankie Diaz. He kind of rushes the, the snap there. They have to get rid of it quick. The intended receiver, Ryan Nickel, just couldn't get out and pass play. And it's going to fall incomplete. Going to bring up third and eight. Yeah, and that so, was a great rush there by Peyton Cooper off the edge. And that's what I think forced the errant throw there by the quarterback. You know, I think you know, play development and how the time that it takes to do that is all how offenses, the timing works. Uh, Nichols was en route. He was going to get there. But uh, you, you saw the quarterback have to release it just a half second too early, just out of the, uh, the outstretched arms of the receiver. It looks like. Let's see who's going to be in the quarterback position. Looks like they're uh, they're going to stick with eight. It's going to be Caleb Standifer. Standifer is going to be the sophomore in. Let's see how long he gets the reins. He's going to take a little two, three-step drop. Mike Bethea all over. Mike Bethea jumps, and when he leaps, he brings them down. Sacked for a loss, a huge loss for the sophomore, and a big drop for the senior. Yeah, just what can you say about the effort play there by Mike Bethea? Uh, I think the quarterback tried to spin out of it to get away from him, but he just chased him down from behind. And like you said, what about 12, 13-yard loss? Has he seen loss? Mike? Has he seen? That's a 13-yard loss. Mike's just a, a physical specimen <laughs> at 6'1", uh, 210 pounds. And, and I'll be honest, he looks bigger than that. Yeah, uh, 4'3 uh, speed. <laughs> he, he gets upfield, and Stanford just was in trouble. But Aragon's going to get there for, for the punt. He is going to take it clean. Punt is away, but off the side of his foot, it's going to go out of bounds just beyond the 50-yard line. It's going to be a great field position for the Rebels. He's still walking oh, out. There. I was going to say, it's about the 40, 45 when it went out. He is still walking, folks. 40. He's going to call it that it crossed out of bounds at the 40-yard line. Again, our, our angle didn't give me that clearance, but uh, again, that's a, that's a great setup for Carson Jones and company inside Hawk territory, play number one. Yeah, it wouldn't even been a first down. Ooh, way to add insult to injury, Chris. <laughs> well, I'm just go. saying, you could have <laughs> almost went for it at that stage. Well, you know? I think hindsight's 20 <laughs> But uh, Carson Jones will stand in that traditional shotgun. He'll stand at the Hardin Valley 46-yard line. He'll take the snap. Noah Vaughn to his right hip pocket. He gives it to the deuce. He's looking for room to run. He has to kick it out right side. He does. I don't think anybody's going to catch him, Chris. 20, 15, 10, and good pursuit angles by the Hawks. The only thing that was going to save him as he is going to be knocked out of bounds at the 7-yard line. 
And that's going to be first and goal, Red Rebels. What a run by the junior. Yeah, he was stood up right at the line of scrimmage and I guess got lost in all the mass and just bounced out, took it down the sideline. Number nine there for uh, Hardin Valley was that. Ty Gentry was the one that caught up to him with a good angle and pushed him out of bounds. Give that right side of that offensive line some credit. Trevor Abdella, Adrian Gum for just holding their defenders. And then also Markel out there on the edge set a great block. He made sure to stop. He blocked him off but didn't push him. That way they didn't get the uh, block in the back call again. Gage Ledoux will check in at the running back position. Carson's looking to throw. He's going to deliver it to Carson Jones, the receiver intended. It's going to fall incomplete. Good uh, good defense by number 17 by Harden Valley. That's going to be Jacob Green. He's a tight end defensive back, six foot, 185-pound senior, and he broke on the football cleanly to knock that one away. It'll be second goal, Red Rebels. Yeah, great defensive play there by him. Carson looks to the sideline, continues to have Gage Ledoux in the backfield with him. They have Markell to the right side of the formation. Carson Jones, Julius Toto over here out left. Out in the flat. He's going to flip Gage right to left. He's going to give it to Gage Ledoux. A little stutter step. Goes inside the five, inside the three. Does he get there? They're going to call him down at the one-yard line. Gage continued to drive, so I wasn't going to call it till they called it. Yeah, he looked like he got, got the contact, like you said, about three or four-yard line and just kept his legs driving. I thought he was going to get in the end zone. Well, you, you know, if you, if you watch Tennessee football, they talk about plus two. You talk about a lot of different things. Uh, Gage Ledoux, Noah Vaughn, they know how to lean forward. They're plus two when they're standing still. So it looks like it's going to bring down third and goal. Uh, ball sits at the one-yard line going in right to left here at Hardin Valley. And, and there's a handful of plays you can run, but there's one that I think you're going to see right here. Yeah, they brought an extra offensive lineman for this run. Carson Jones takes the low snap, hands it to Gage Ledoux. He goes through the arm tackle over the goal line, and it's touchdown Rebels. Yeah, just another great run there by Gage Ledoux. Hit the hole, and like you said, I think he barely got any contact before he made it across the goal line. Yeah, and, and I don't know. The film study is a thing, right? Who Like, I don't know that I would tell anybody to go high on Gage Ledoux or Noah Vaughn. That's just uh, it's not where you're going to get those guys down. Those legs go a mile a minute, and uh, right then it got through that arm tackle. Let's see if uh, the, the color guard are in trouble right now. Corbin Price to kick this one away. It's a high. It's good. And it is going to go over the color guard. That same kid, he knows he Corbin. Two steps. I mean, he literally. He knows exactly where this thing's going. <laughs> it's that's the the game of the the week. He's uh, I think he's caught every one of Corbin's PATs as uh, as he's it's not hit the turf yet. That's what I was going to say, and it's been less than five steps. Ten oh six to go here in the second quarter of play, and, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just change. The El Himidor touchdown makes it 35 for the Red Rebels, 3 for the Hardin Valley Hawks. Let's take a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. And welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy. As a, and this may be a first. As it looks like uh, Charles Trenum high skies this kickoff. 
and it lands near the one-yard line, and, and the referee's going to say it goes into the end zone. It's going to be placed at the one-yard line. Hey, oh, wow. Hey, wait for fair catch. Or I think they're saying he dropped it and went to pick it up with his knee on the ground. Oh, what about a break against the Hardin Valley Hawks? Yeah, it, it was it was going into the end yeah. zone, and the return man wanted a bite of it, and he puts his hands up, knocks it down, and, yeah, as to Chris's point, they say he takes it yeah. with the knee on the ground, and it's going to be first down and 99 yards to go for the Hardin Valley Hawks. Yeah, that was a tough call. I, I, I was, he was trying to make sure he got on the ball, but unfortunately, like uh, me and Kim pointed out, his knee was on the ground. Coach Potter is still talking to him on the sideline. 10.04 to go here in the second quarter. And uh, Hardin Valley's got their hands full with a whole face full of Rebels. Looks like Rebels will bring bring pressure from Zach Braden uh, here on, on first down. They're just going to try to run it ahead and just try to get anything positive. They're going to get a plus one. They're going to get it out near the maybe plus two. They may get out to the three-yard line, but not before they're tackled by a host of Rebels. Yeah, that was just a quarterback keeper and just – Keep your legs driving. Hope your linemen push you forward a little bit. Uh, good good job by Zach Braden. Just kind of stoving up that A-gap and uh, just making them have to kick it out wide. Looks like they're going to change it just a touch. It's weird. They're, 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 they're Carolina blue jerseys. They're standing on the, hard, the Hawks' word in the end zone. You about can't see them. It's like Boise State all over again. It uh, looks like Smith is back in at quarterback. For the Hawks, he's gonna he's gonna talk to Miss Mr. Hillis. He's gonna go under center. Smith's gonna take the the under center snap, and he's gonna hand it to Hillis, and he's gonna go straight ahead forward, get up to the four yard line. That's another pickup of one. And that's gonna bring up third down, seven yards to go. I think anything keep keep the ball in your hands, keep uh, keep kind of doing your thing, and give Aragon a chance to boom it out of there. They were running a two-back set there with uh, Tavion Moreland also, number 35. I think he might have been the one that had the carry right there. It's going to be third down, seven yards to go. A ball on their own four-yard line after a little bit of a mishap there on the uh, Charles Trenum kickoff. Just a little overzealous play, but Smith's going to step back into shotgun. He's actually going to have four, I believe, to his, to his uh, left hip. And he is going to hand it to him, and he's going to find him a little bit of room for a half second, and then he is going to be found and dropped by Zach Braden and Mike Bethea. Yeah, that's just a great cover there by Zach Braden. Read the play, diagnosed it, and hit him right at the line of scrimmage. Uh, you, you know, Chris, I, I don't know that a three and out would ever be a victory here, but I think for Hardin Valley to be up against their own goal line with a hungry defense that the Rebels have brought here to Hardin Valley, for them to be able to punt this one away or have an opportunity to punt this one away, I think that's a win for them. Yeah, that was a good play. I mean, they gained four yards out of him. And that's that's Francis pushing Clark. right into the teeth there. 8.02 to go, and Aragon's going to kick this one away. He's going to get it, and that one's a little bit better product here as it's going to boom, and it's going to get a fair catch by Cannon Johnson there at the 40-yard line of Hardin Valley. So with he's about six yards deep, that's about a 46-yard punt for Hardin Valley. Rebels will take over there at the Hardin Valley Hawk 40-yard line. And now we'll see what happens. We'll stay right here, Chris. What do you I mean, if you're if you're Maryville, 35 to 3, the the field goal there for Hardin Valley early keeps keeps it to where you need one more score to get the moving clock in the second half. Once that's achieved, do do the starters finish this second quarter? I can see the starters may finish in at the half and then from there, you know, get a bunch of newer faces in, the younger guys giving them a couple reps. 
Carson Jones going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn's going to kick it out wide. He's going to shed a few defenders across the 30, 25, 20, oh. down inside the 15-yard line. Chris, Noah Vaughn is a man possessed. When he has the football in his hand, he finds a gear that no one else has, and it takes a group of guys to bring him down. I'm telling you, I don't, I can't ever tell the difference when he's going east to west and north to south. It's the same speed. No matter well, here's what. the thing. He never just goes east to west. There's always a north <laughs> and south zone to it. I know. It's just the speed of left to right and front to back. He's just always moving. 7.36 to go, and they are inside the common sense pest control red zone. Carson takes the shotgun snap, delivers a strike, and it is going to be in and out of the hands. Oh. We're going to say, no, Jackson, Jackson Phillips, Phillips intended yeah. receiver. And, uh, and again, good credit by, for that DB. He's been, he's been in place a lot tonight to be able to just get a hand in there, get in front of the face of the intended receiver, and just break up the timing just a touch. Yeah, I, it looked like Jackson Phillips beat him on the deep slant, had a touchdown, and number four, Ryan Nichols had his hand in there and just stripped it away right at the end zone. Nice playmaker by Nichols, but it is going to be second. Down 10 yards to go. Ball on the 14-yard line as, uh, as the Rebels smell another score. Carson's going to take the snap, flip it to Gage Ledoux. Gage tries to go left, tries to cut it back up, bounces off a defender, and he's still moving down inside the 10 and comes to rest at the 5-yard line. Gage Ledoux's another one of those guys that uh, no one guy brings him down. Yeah, well, I've never seen him bodied up by one guy. I think it was a corner trying to hit him up high around the 12, and he just bounced right off of it, spun out and drove his legs for about, what, three or four extra yards from there? Yeah, that was a really good idea. Uh, as, uh, you, you know, seven minutes to go inside the seven-minute mark here in the second quarter. Uh, Maribel is sitting at the Hardin Valley five-yard line. It's going to be third down, one yard to go. They can get a first down, or they can get a touchdown, Chris. Carson is oh, going to uh, – Carson, I think the hard count got us. Nah, I think the uh, defensive lineman, he made a motion like he's about to jump, and I think the right tackle for us just, you know, went back toward We him. reacted. Yeah, reacted right back to it. And they're going to quickly place it back to the 10-yard line. It'll bring up third down, six yards to go. Ball on the 10, so you can get a first down inside the four. you got 10 yards to for a touchdown. 6.38 to go. Carson looks to the sideline for the play. Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. He's going to give the fake pitch to Gage. He's going to try to roll the pocket. The defense collapses and drops Carson Jones for a loss. They're going to drop him back to the 25-yard line. I think you're going to see a – I think you're going to either see a long Corbin Price attempt or you're going to see us go for it on fourth down. Let's see. That was Isaac Hillis. He read that uh, Carlisle route and – Great coverage there by the safety came up, and I think they were trying to look for Jackson Phillips out on the flat. Pushed him, made sure he didn't get out there, and, yeah, long field goal it looks like. Corbin Price will get his opportunity. This will be a 41-yard attempt as uh, Charles Trenum will look to hold at the 31-yard line. I'm worried about the band back there. Hey, I see green shoes. He's back there to get it. As Corbin is looking, he gives the signal. Charles holds it. The kick is away. It's a nice spinner, and it is up. They look at each other. Yes, it's good. Corbin Price, 41-yard field goal, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Your Rebels now lead 38-3. You're listening to Rebel Radio. 
sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. And welcome back to Harden Valley, where your Rebels lead the homestanding Hawks 38 to 3, 537 to go here in the second quarter. Uh, Ken showed us some scores. Science Hill, 16 to nothing lead right now at Jefferson County. As uh, Charles Trenum, Lord, he eats his Wheaties, man. That uh, that kick goes deep into the end zone and nearly went through the uprights. Uh, Charles Trenum putting on a clinic here for special teams. Yeah, I mean, that's just, like you said, that's just a weapon to have a kicker that can put it in the end zone every time. Well, here's the thing. When it didn't go into the end zone, it almost was a worse outcome for Hardin Valley. Yeah. They tried to touch it. He lands at the one-yard line, and then they're they're wide-eyed looking down the, the barrel of a Zach Braden, Mike Bethea, Frankie Diaz defense. Let's see who's out there for quarterback for Hardin Valley. Looks like they're going to run trips to the right, one to the left. I think that's actually another quarterback. That's Hayden Bryant. He's a six-foot, 175-pound junior. He's going he's gonna to try to deliver it there in the flat. They're going to get the catch to number nine, Ty Gentry. And, uh, hey, one for one, Hayden Bryant. Yeah, and, I mean, that was a great play there by Ty Gentry. He uh, faced up the corner and actually turned around and got the ball right there in front of Carter Cox before Cox could get there and make the play on the ball. Second down, three yards to go. Ball on the Harden Valley 27-yard line. Looking for the 30. He's going to take the snap, roll the pocket to the right. A lot of defense coming his way. Jason Manneker, the first guy there. And then number 21 Graham. Caleb is Graham. Caleb Graham. The, the duo put number seven in the turf. Yeah, he saw Manneker in his face try to turn out, and there's Caleb Graham on the backside pursuit to hit him from behind. Yeah, that's going to be a big loss there. It's going to back him up to the, looks like, 17, 18-yard line. And it is going to bring up about third down, 12 yards to go. Going to have trips to the right. One receiver to the left. That's number nine. I think you look that way. They're going to continue to have number seven in there at quarterback Bryant. Looks like they've rotated three quarterbacks here tonight, and we're just a quarter and a half into this thing. Looks like Bryant's going to roll a little bit to the right. Wants to throw it. DJ jumps the route, and it's going to go in and out of the hands of the Appy State commit and fall harmlessly to the turf, but I thought that was going to be uh, maybe the second pick of, uh, of what yeah. has been a uh, stay-away-from-DJ kind of year. Yeah, he grabbed his helmet afterwards. He knew that was his, and unfortunately, just a diving catch, he couldn't get it. And Aragon will come out in pump formation again as fourth and 12 sits on the scoreboard. And uh, looks like Markel Fortenberry and is that Kevin Johnson deep? Yes. Yeah. Two deep men. So I would I would think he's going to have all time to get this one get this one away. Aragon stands at his own four yard line. He takes the snap clean. Kick is away, and he is definitely kicking it away from Markell as it is going to be taken at the 49 yard line. It's going to get it across midfield, but not much. And the Rebels will set up shop first down. Ten yards to go 
on their own 49-yard line. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Mastercraft with a K Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA led and asbestos abate. And welcome back to Hardin Valley. And quickly, the Rebels get on offense and get across midfield. First down throw to Jackson Phillips across the middle. The catch is made. Pickup of seven yards on first down. It'll bring up second and three. That's a great catch there by Jackson Phillips in traffic. I mean, he knew he was going to get hit, but uh, perfect slant. Carl got the ball, took the hit, and actually drove forward a couple extra yards. Yeah, and he's had a couple opportunities where it's got popped loose by the defender. You could tell Jackson was not letting go of that one. As Carson's going to stand at midfield in shotgun formation, takes the snap, rolls the pocket to the right, delivers out in the flat to Carson Jones, and, and looks like he closed on it a little too soon off the fingertips. Incomplete. It'll bring up third and three. Yeah, unfortunately, that was uh, running before you got the ball, and unfortunately turned up field a little bit too quickly right off his hands. Luckily, it went right out of bounds. Yeah, I, I think you're going to see third and power right here as it's third down three yards to go. They're going right to left here at Hardin Valley. Gonna, let's see if they bring in the beef. Gage Ledoux will be in there at the running back position. They're going to move some uh, receivers around. Well, I see uh, I see Mr. Eli Elkins in there. Watch that kid. Julius Toto, too. I like him on that crawl route. Gage Ledoux to the left hip pocket. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Fakes to Gage. Flips it out to Julius Toto. And he is going, Chris. He's across the 30, across the 25. And uh, you called the play. <laughs> Julius Toto out in the flat gets the uh, gets the reception and gets upfield. First and ten Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. I guess you can say I did my uh, film study. Right away. Hey, can appreciate that. 25-yard line is where he'll come to rest, and it'll be a first down Red Rebels as they are just outside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. I want to point out Julius Toto's nice uh, spin cycle there too. Hey, he, he may have seen a guy do that. Hey, maybe. Hey, we <laughs> got all. Been taught. Well, we've got all these other uh, sponsors. We've used Samsung, so we can give him Frigidaire, Kenmore, uh, anybody else that that wants to <laughs> wants to jump on board. But uh, looks like Gage is going to be in there with Carson. Carson takes the shotgun snap, a little flat drop, and he's going to launch it. And it is going to be a dead play, but Markell catches it nonetheless. But it looks like that one was done before it started. Delay game. I'm going to call it. Is that what they called? I didn't catch the sign. <laughs> Delay of game. So, Chris, uh, Chris, you're two for two. You called the toe-toe, and then you called the delay of game. Look at you. We don't see that too often on Maribel. They usually have that play ready to go, Si. And, again, running tempo is kind of Maribel's forte, but when you're up like this, uh, sometimes you're, you're not necessarily trying to try score fast. So, uh, again, it will bring up first down 15 yards to go. They'll stand on the, on the Hardin Valley 30-yard line, shotgun formation. little fake to Gage Ledoux. He's wanting to throw it Same again. Play. Same play. He's going to try to get it to Markell. The pass is there. Jump ball deflected. And it'll fall harmlessly to the turf. I like Markell. He kept his eyes on the football, just couldn't get back to it. Yeah, I think, uh, unfortunately, the ball was a little underthrown. 
because he tried to come back to it, but that was a great play by number 81 for Hardin Valley. That's Pierce Palmer. He turned around and was able to smack it away just in time. And we say that it was the same play. It looked to be the same quarterback play, but Markell was more in the middle of the, the yeah. end zone there where he was a corner in play. Slant. Yeah, so, uh, again, great throws um, both times. Just uh, That one was just a touch short. But Carson's going to take that snap, roll the pocket. He's going to deliver it out to Eli Elkins. And Eli is going to try to get a big chunk of that back. And he is going to be pushed out of bounds at the 17-yard line. That's going to be a nice pickup. That's going to be 13 on the play. So it's going to bring up third and four. That was just a nice pitch and catch. And Eli turned it upfield and unfortunately got pushed out of bounds right before he gets to the uh, – to the marker for the first down. You, you know, Noah's having success going to the right side of that line, and Carson's having success rolling to the right side of the line. That's a, that's trust right there. Gage Ledoux's going to be in here. He's been in there this whole series. I think they're letting the letting Noah Vaughn rest this one. As Carson's going to stand in shotgun formation. He takes the snap. He's actually going to give it to Ledoux this time. He's going to get across the 20, cross the 15, and there's somebody went low on him and brings him down at the nine-yard line, but not before. He picks up a Dwight Price, a Realty Executive's first down. Yeah, that was uh, Tavion Moreland, number 35, that made a great open field tackle on uh, Gage Ledoux. Like I said, we don't see many people do that too often. As he is ripped inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone and a new set of downs as it is first and goal from the nine-yard line. Again, three minutes to go here in the first half as the Rebels lead 38-3. to 35-point advantage means that if it stays right here, the clock will start moving continuously in the second half. Carson Jones wants to hand it to Gage Ledoux. He gives it to him and uh, give number 35 for Hardin Valley some credit. He read that, stood him up, and dropped Gage Ledoux in the backfield, dropped him back to the 13-yard line, and that will be a loss of four on first down. That's back-to-back great plays by uh, Tavion Martin there, or Moreland, number 35, I mean. He read that play perfectly, hit it from his, uh, say, his linebacker, his you know, defensive line position, read it perfectly, hit him in the backfield and held on and tripped right over him. Well, when we talk about it, the, the running backs for Maryville, a lot of people try to arm tackle these guys, and he, he bodied him up and, uh, and didn't let him get away. That's, that's a feat of uh, somewhat modern marvel sometimes. Carson's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it again to Gage. Gage runs straight ahead forward this time. He gets quickly down to the five-yard line. That's a pickup of eight. For the sophomore. Yeah, and it looked like Gage actually, when the player tried to tackle him, uh, rotated him over, and look, he's standing on top of him. And that's when he got up and ran to the end zone. Unfortunately, they caught him down. It's going to bring up third down goal to go. Ball on the five-yard line. Just under two minutes to go here in the half. A lot of options here, and I think two downs to do it. They had Carson Jones and, uh, and Markell out wide to start this formation. A little stutter step to get them back. I think you look to the corner to number 19. They're going to move Gage Ledoux right to left across the formation. Carson takes the snap, fakes the handoff. No, gives it to Gage Ledoux, and he is going to step into the end zone untouched. Touchdown, Rebels! It's another great play and another big uh, opening there for that offensive line pushing uh, Hardin Valley back to their end zone. I think they expected a play action to go to Markell, so it really – it was almost a stagnant defensive line there on the, if you're looking Maribel way, on the left side of that front and just really let Gage get into the end zone before they made contact. So with 1.36 to go here in the second quarter, your Rebels lead 44-3, to but Corbin Price looks to change that. Corbin's kick is held. It is kicked, and yes, Chris, it is good. 
And the Blizz Air scoreboard now reads your Rebels 45, the Hardin Valley Hawks 3. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Kingdom Design Ministries will be hosting their signature event, Dancing with the Stars, on Tuesday, October 19th at the Airport Hilton. Get ready for a night of dancing, fun, and fellowship. Watch your favorite local contestants take to the stage and compete to win the coveted Judges' Choice and People's Choice Awards. Attendees will have the chance to vote for their favorite performances. Tickets can be purchased at kingdomdesignministries.org, and all proceeds go toward KDM's mission to create dream makeovers and home renovations for children experiencing devastation. For all of our Alcor listeners, 2022 will be a special year for one of your very own. A student at Alcoa City Schools will be receiving a KDM makeover. Dancing with the Stars is an opportunity to have a great time and support our local children. Again, tickets can be purchased at kingdomdesignministries.org, and we hope to see you at the Airport Hilton on Tuesday, October the 19th. And welcome back, and, uh, and Chris, yet another... Charles Trenum, touchback. And uh, the Hart Hawks will look to finish out the second quarter, starting at their own 20-yard line. Minute 36 to go here in the second quarter. Rebels lead 45-3. to yeah, We need to point out the kid in the green shoes did not make the catch last time. Well, he had some obstruction. The band's warming up over there. I, he was like six for six. Though. I really don't want to. I'm not going to knock him. I felt like he <laughs> went for it. He just couldn't get past the tubas. Yeah. Looks like number seven will stay in there. Bryant for Harden Valley. He's going to roll the pocket to the right and just heave it. DJ wants it bad. He gets up, tips it up, and it goes out of bounds incomplete. That'll stop the clock. Maybe one of the last times that thing stops tonight. Yeah, and that was uh, a tenant for there, number five, Walker. Like you said, DJ was just ball hawking. Unfortunately, I think it was just right over the tip of his hand. And I think can. Uh, Cannon Johnson almost had a chance to get it from the backside. You know, Brian's a six-foot kid, but, uh, you know, it, it looks like he's having to really loft this thing to get over the defense. I think people are getting in his face pretty quick. But it'll bring up second down, 10 yards to go on their own 20-yard line. Seven, like number seven. Seven is still in there, I believe. It's going to be Bryant, and he is going to flip the, the running back right to left. And he's going to get it and hand it off. Running back is going to be met in the backfield by a host of Rebels. He's going to be dropped for about a two-yard loss. Ball will move back to the 18-yard line. Third down, 12 to go. Minute 20 to go in the half. Yeah, that was Isaac Hillis right there on the run, and unfortunately he ran right into the wall of Frankie Diaz. Minute 12 seconds to go, and tick, clock, tick as we are inching ever closer to the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show, which uh, we haven't had a chance to mention it tonight, but don't forget, listen during the Halftime Show where there's red and black throwback trivia where uh, we will uh, give away a Windy City Grill gift card for the first correct answer to our historic Red Rebel trivia question. Looks like Hardin Valley not on the same page. Going to have to take a timeout, and with 48 seconds to go in the half, let's take one with them. A, a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. 
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. And welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy, where your Rebels lead 45-3. to I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. 48 seconds to go until half, Chris, and, uh, and Hardin Valley just looking for positives. Number seven, Brian's going to take it. He's going to give a uh, – no, it's number eight. He's going to give the quarterback keeper. He's going to push straight ahead forward, get back near the original line of scrimmage, maybe plus one, and that's where he's going to come to rest. Yeah, and it looks like Maribel's okay with just letting this clock run to halftime with the lead they have. Standifer is going to be that quarterback with the quarterback keeper. And will he stay in there? It looks like he's going to get the play from the sideline. Uh, looking at the uh, looking at the play clock, I don't think they have to snap it here. I think they're going to let this one get to halftime. There's 15 seconds to go in the half, Chris, and, and what can you say? The Rebels have been dominant on, on defense, really kind of stoved them up other than that one drive, and it uh, looks like they may actually try to get one play off. They're going to push the offense up there. Three, two, one. Yeah, they're going to snap it one more time, give it ahead to a running back. And he's going to get about six yards on the pickup, and it's going to go to the half. The clock hits zeros at the end of the second quarter. Your Rebels lead 45-3 to on the road at Hardin Valley. On the flip side of the break, we'll have the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show, scores from around the area, and the red and black throwback trivia. You don't want to miss it. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at curacoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this at a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 
2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock and Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over a hundred employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Kingdom Design Ministries will be hosting their signature event, Dancing with the Stars, on Tuesday, October 19th at the Airport Hilton. Get ready for a night of dancing, fun, and fellowship. Watch your favorite local contestants take to the stage and compete to win the coveted Judges' Choice and People's Choice Awards. Attendees will have the chance to vote for their favorite performances. Tickets can be purchased at KingdomDesignMinistries.org and all proceeds go toward KDM's mission to create dream makeovers and home renovations for children experiencing devastation. For all of our Alcor listeners, 2022 will be a special year for one of your very own. A student at Alcoa City Schools will be receiving a KDM makeover. Dancing with the Stars is an opportunity to have a great time and support our local children. Again, tickets can be purchased at KingdomDesignMinistries.org, and we hope to see you at the Airport Hilton on Tuesday, October the 19th. 
your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome into the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips, and we are having a good time here at Hardin Valley Academy. Had some Hard Knocks pizza here while actually Chris is still having some Hard Knocks pizza. <laughs> but, uh, Chris, what a performance in the first half for the Red Rebels. Just a really good, uh, good output and really, uh, you, you know, doing what they had to do uh, to get things done. Yeah, for me it was just the uh, consistency of, <laughs> the consistency of Carson Jones. I mean, we didn't have to run the ball that much, and he was just incredible with, you know, spreading the ball out. I think we had, what, six or seven different receivers on the play? Yeah, and and, and really, uh, Cage Ledoux did a great job. Noah Vaughn really only played about a quarter and a half in this football game, uh, but really didn't need to. 117 yards uh, rushing uh, in the first half for the Rebels, 193 yards through the air. Uh, Hardin Valley minus 24 yards. Uh, on the ground, 61 yards through the air, so a combined 25 plays for 37 yards. But really, defensively, smothering is probably the best way I can put the defense for the Red Rebels. Yeah, the defense is just playing lights out. I mean, minus a couple of penalties that helped uh, keep drives going alive. You know, I think the defense has played lights out. Yeah, you got to be excited if you're if you're Coach Hunt. You got to be excited if you're Coach White. Uh, you know, really nice performance. There's some penalties there early in the game, but I think in the later part of that second quarter, one, you could back off the pressure a little bit, but ultimately they played cleaner football. But as we are uh, here at halftime, uh, the Red Rebel marching band's out there, and each week, whether they're playing at home or whether they're on the road, they, they show out, and they're out there doing their field show in a very uh, – uh, impressive fashion. That's all I can say. Is as that's really why we were a little delayed getting to the halftime because we were up here watching the band. We were excited about it. Yeah, they do incredible week in and week out, and I feel like they get even better every week. I mean, I, we see the same show, but it seems like it's better every week. Uh, a father-in-law that was a band director, he would tell you that's the hope. <laughs> that's where we're. That's where we're going with it. But uh, you, you know, you look at individual stats there in the first half. Noah Vaughn. Six carries, 99 yards, two touchdowns. Gage Ledoux, seven touches, 32 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Noah Vaughn averaging 16 and a half yards a touch. Uh, Carson Jones has a, a 15 of 20 mark through the air, 193 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Julius Toto, three catches for 50 yards, leading the receiving category. 
And Markel Fortenberry, four catches, 34 yards, and one touchdown. Noah Vaughn, one catch for 28 yards. Carson Jones, two for 26. Jackson Phillips, two for 22. And D.J. Burks, two for 20. Uh, just a really balanced, spread-around offense and uh, really scoring at will here. Uh, gave Car- Corbin Price an opportunity to knock down a 41-yard field goal. Hey, that guy's just money. He's, he's really good at what he does. He's a specialist. And at the high school level, I think sometimes, you know, being a specialist is, um, you know, you're a punter, you're a kicker. I think Corbin Price, Charles, you know, Charles Folger is a uh, – they're, they're specialists. They're, they're guys that know what to do. Yeah, I mean, knowing you have almost a consistent kicker that can just give you that extra point, hit the big uh, – I mean, we go back to the Alcoa game, how big that uh, field goal was there. And you think of, like you said, Charles Trenum, uh, just the leg that he has, the specialist to keep uh, the other top athletes at bay by kicking it out of the infield or end zone every time. I mean, it's just incredible to have that kind of special teams. You know, and, and talking about it, Chris, Harden Valley played three different quarterbacks there in the first half. Was that obviously was an opportunity to just try to find some production, but I, I thought the defense played it well, you know, stayed at home a lot of times and really made them made them throw the football, and I thought that was, uh, you know, that's what you needed to do because efficiency throwing the football is just not what you've seen from Harden Valley. Yeah, and a lot of the passes came out uh, flat, in which – Unfortunately for uh, Maribel's defense, we weren't able to get a big interception in the first half. I could see a bunch of younger players getting in there, you know, maybe keep up with that same intensity and hopefully, you know, get our hands on one of them. Yeah, I think I think that is a that's that would have been an emphasis uh, if you're in that defensive room. But you know what, knocking them down uh, gets you the football back either way. Uh, but you know what, that's first half stats provided there uh, by Dive with Us Scuba Services. Again, Jeff Birchfield and company uh, joined us just a few weeks ago. Going to give him some credit uh, for for jumping on board and being a really appreciative uh, Rebel fan there. Uh, in his business. But uh, let's take another break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to do red and black throwback trivia, look around the area for scores and news and notes, and then thank these sponsors and tell you how you can connect via social media. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio WGAP. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight. But we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. 
Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guaranteed. Mastercraft with a K Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K, renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K, renovations.com. And welcome back inside the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips as we are now, now enjoying the Hardin Valley Marching Band. They're, they're doing a nice job as well here on their home turf, spreading the color guard from about 15-yard line to 15-yard line, running a big set here. But Chris, uh, doing a really good job. Yeah, it's a very big band they have out there. Big, big group of kids. But uh, with four and a half minutes to go here in the halftime show, uh, if you haven't been a part of Rebel Radio the last few weeks, uh, you're missing out on Red and Black Throwback Trivia. Uh, we're going to share the uh, this week's Red and Black Throwback Trivia question. If you're wondering what is the what's the prize, what are you getting? So basically I'm about to read a question uh, based around historical facts about the Red Rebels. First correct answer on our Facebook or Twitter. So search Rebel Radio dash WGAP underscore WGAP. Rebel Radio WGAP on Facebook or Twitter. Be the first to answer this question correctly, and you will win a Windy City Grill gift card that will be left at the grill for your pickup at your convenience. But the game eight question is, without further ado, 
Hardin Valley Academy was founded in the year 2008. When was the first meeting between the Hardin Valley Hawks and Maryville in football? Let's read that one more time. Hardin Valley Academy was founded in 2008. When was the first meeting between the Hardin Valley Hawks and the Maryville Red Rebels in football? So that will be posted now on our Facebook and Twitter page. Give us a correct answer. Again, founded in 2008. When was the first time they stepped out of Knox County and took on the Red Rebels? And Chris, you can't answer. Chris, you can't answer. Uh, they've played five times. Uh, so there, there's you another clue. So they don't play yearly, perennially, if you will. So there's a, there's a clue. But uh, give us an answer, and we'll uh, give you a gift card. That's our goal here tonight. The Red and Black Throwback Trivia brought to you by Windy City Grill, provided by Windy City Grill. And, uh, again, Chris uh, Chris wants it. He wants it most weeks, but uh, he's, he's, he's Googling at the moment. Uh, two minutes, 58 seconds to go here in the halftime. Chris, jump around the area just a little bit. Tell us some scores of interest. I know one we were talking about earlier up here where we were looking at the uh, Bradley Central-Farragut matchup, and Farragut is actually ahead 14-7 to over the uh, undefeated Bradley Central team that we're – Trying to keep up for a district, you know, and, and that'll be an interesting call later in that in that matchup, 14 to seven. So it's very much still in yeah. question right now. Cleveland was a common opponent. Cleveland beats Farragut, loses to Bradley Central. So if that's your call, you probably hang with the Bears. But if Farragut is is any inclination how they've played early on in the season, I wouldn't I wouldn't count out the Admirals. Let's see, looking at some of the nearby teams. Uh, Dobbins Bennett is now up 21 to seven over William Blunt at the halftime. I'm trying to look at other ones. Uh, Science Hill is up 32-0 over Jefferson County. Well, that's another game we were keeping our eye on. Seymour is up 21 to nothing over Granger. Uh, of course, Alcoa is on by this week uh, after the Union County COVID forfeit. Let's look at some more. Yeah, Heritage uh, played last night. Fell uh, in their matchup last night. Yeah. Uh, Greenback is up 24 to 8 on Harriman. I think here's shots fired from Middle Tennessee. Riverdale 7 and 0, seven points on the board. Oakland 7 and 0, three points on the board. Seven to three in favor of Riverdale. Yeah, and that was the one team that a lot of people thought out that way could keep up with Oakland. So we'll see how that game continues on through the night. It's eight minutes into the matchup. I would assume both teams has had one swing at it. Both teams have found a score. Um, but let's just see who uh, who has the bigger uh, bigger arsenal as that game progresses. But there's just an update. There's a there's an interesting just how close it is. Not the fact that Elizabethan's winning 28 to six. Elizabethan over Volunteer. Uh, that's a that's a late second quarter score. I would have thought the Cyclones would have ran away with it. Try to look at uh, Cleveland's up 10 to six over Bearden. Pigeon Forge seven. Austin East six. Both of them are halftime scores. Knox West, did you give that score? They're up 56 to seven over one and seven Cock County. Uh, Knox West, you know they're they're uh, they they had really close calls against Sevier County. Had a really close call and loss against Alcoa in overtime, actually double overtime, uh, and that is a future opponent of the Red Rebels. So keep an eye on the West Rebels as well. Uh, they'll come to Maryville here in a couple weeks. Yes, I'm also looking at. Let's see. Uh, Cherokee 14, Morristown West 7. Did, did you watch last night's game, Carnes and Oak Ridge? I did not get to watch it. I saw the Carnes 
uh, running back had a really great so, game. So that was the first time Cards had beat Oak Ridge since 1985. And uh, I'll tell you this, that Bishop kid, that running back, yeah. he had 273 yards rushing in the game. Chris, that's under his average for the year. He's averaging over 300 yards a game. He's nearing 2,500 yards on the season. Number one in yardage for the uh, for the uh, for the Carnes uh, Beavers. I don't know why their name was escaping me for a moment, but uh, let's see. We have an answer uh, on our trivia question. John Michael Covington says 2013. Oh, so close, but just just a little heavy. Just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. Just a little heavy on that one. So there's your next clue. Just a touch heavy. Looks like uh, Falls Ball uh, replied on Twitter. Said 2013 also. Just a bit outside. Again, guys, you guys are, are scary close uh, to to the correct answer. Is that too much? Am I giving too much? Uh, let's jump to Facebook, see if we've got any answers over there. Trying to get to the timeline. Rebel Radio on the Facebook. Again, if you are not following Rebel Radio WGAP on either Facebook or Twitter, you should. Uh, we try to keep you up to date on what our, our program schedule is going to be for the week. We share with you the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game uh, each and every week. And then we also re-air the broadcast of tonight's game. So if you're just getting on, just getting home, just getting involved, you want to know how we got to this 45-3 score, we will post it this weekend by Monday morning. You'll have the re-air of this broadcast on our social media outlets. Our SoundCloud account will get up to date. But, uh, but Chris, but if you uh, if you look, um, I'm trying to see. Looks like we've got another answer there on Facebook. I'm trying to get to it. Let's see. I'm hearing that there's answers on Facebook. Let's see what we've got. Got two comments. Hey, John Michael Covington, second swing is a direct hit. 2012 was the first time that the Red Rebels and the Hardin Valley Hawks squared off on the football field. So, John Michael Covington, you are this week's winner, and you will be receiving uh, information via messenger on uh, when your gift card will be available for Windy City Grill. But as the uh, the halftime is coming to a close, let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, second half action here from Hardin Valley Academy. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. 
Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. Come on! Show them how we do it. Show them how we do it. Show them how we do it. Show them, show them how we do it. And welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy where the third quarter is about to kick off as Charles Trenum looks to kick it away just one more time. Charles is going to kick it away from his own 40-yard line. It is going to be a line drive, long kick. And uh, before it gets there, the deep man and the umpire says, it's a touchback, touchback, and it will go uh, to back to the 20-yard line for the Red Rebels. We're going to try to move, move this equipment just a touch here. Try to get Mr. Main some visibility. Hardin Valley is going to bring the offense out there. It'll be eight at the quarterback position. 13 is the running back. 13 will be the running back. And he's going to take a three-step drop, deliver over in the flat. He's going to stiff arm the outstretched hands of number 30 for the Red Rebels. And they're going to get upfield. That's number four for Hardin Valley. That's going to be Nichols. Yeah, that was great pursuit there by Hunter Olivet to make the tackle from behind. Like you said, I think a stiffed arm, but he stayed with the play and made sure to bring him down to the ground. And, and again, just continue, just continue to work hard is the way the Red Rebels play. It's going to be number eight for Hardin Valley just again. That's going to be Caleb Stanifer, and he's going to fumble the football and do everything he can just to get back on it. And it's going to stick with Hardin Valley, but not before he loses a ton of yardage. And he's going to be back beyond the original line of scrimmage, back to the 16-yard line. Big loss there for the, the Hawks. It's going to be a loss of about 10 yards on the play, 11-0-3. Hardin Valley stares down a third and 14 deep in their own territory. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I think it just slipped out of his hands. And unfortunately for uh, Maribel, Brandon Husky right there was right there, but he jumped on the ball before we could get back there to get on top of it ourselves. 10:49 and ticking, and Stanifer will stand in there. He's going to take the shotgun formation, two receivers to the left, two to the right, and they start moving before he moves. That's going to be false start against the Hawks. Back them up. Yeah, it looked like both receivers on the far side was ready to go before the ball was hiked. The uh, the clock operator knew it before they called it. He already had it five added to the, the total there. Third down, 19 to go. Ball on the 11-yard line. So first series here in the second half for Hardin Valley, minus nine yards offense so far. As he's going to fake the play action, he's going to try to get it to Nichols. He does. Wide open Nichols. He's going to get it a little juke job. Get across the 25-yard line to the 26. And uh, Nichols got free. 
somehow and he uh, he made it a little bit more manageable here. Gave uh, gave Aragon just a little bit of room to kick this one away. Yeah, that was just a great uh, passing catch on the zone defense that Maribel had out. He came across the middle. Uh, I think it was maybe 46 for uh, Maribel Hunter. Ogle was right there and missed the tackle. But luckily the backup safeties and stuff were there to help covering. Yeah, and again, give uh, give credit for the railroad defense keeping it in front of them. And as a moving clock here in the second half, we're already under 10. As Aragon will punt this one away, it's a sky boomer, a little spinner, and we'll come up to field it. Fair catch called for and made by Cannon Johnson, and we will take over at the 44-yard line, going left to right. The Rebel 44-yard line will be where it sets up. First and 10 Red Rebels for our first crack at it here in the second half. 16. Looks like number 16. Casey Cobble will be coming out in the quarterback position. Tez Dozier is also the running back in the backfield with him. Got some nice, uh, got some nice um, secondary players here. As they're just going to hand it to Tez. Tez is going to get around right in and go straight ahead forward, get across midfield into Hawk territory. Will it stand? He gets down to the Hawk 45-yard line, but flags are flying. Yeah, that flag came from the back, judges. Makes you think it was a holdout here on the uh, secondary run. The ball is picked up, and he's looking in the wrong direction. So, yeah, he starts marking it off against the Rebels, and it'll go back beyond the original. They're going to give it a spot foul, so it's really only going to be a loss of about two yards, but negates the big pickup by Tej. First down, 12 yards to go. I guess if you're going to get a penalty, Chris, let's do it on first down. Yeah, it didn't hurt him too bad. Just like you said, two-yard loss, make it first and 12. All right, looks like Cobble's going to stay in there at quarterback. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. He's going to have Tez Dozier there. He's going to fake the pitch. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to go around right in, try to get back, gets near the original line of scrimmage, and not, not much more. He's going to be drugged down there at the sideline. It's going to bring up second down, 10 yards to go. Going to give a pickup of two uh, to Eli Cobble. Yeah, that was a great uh, defensive play there by Preston. Make sure Clark for uh, Harden Valley. He read that play, stayed out there, and made the tackle at the sideline. All right. Eli Cobble's going to pitch it to Tez Dozier. A little stutter step. He gets across the 45, across the 50, across the Harden Valley 45. And if they give him the spot, that's going to be enough for a Dwight Price of Realty Executive first down. Looks like it's going to be close. Looks like they're going to give it to him. Let's see what they got. They pick him up. You're right. First and 10 Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executive first down. I see 88 Jax Kirby into the game. I see 86 Eli Elkins into the game. Caleb Dunford at receiver. Looks like I see, who do I see? I see Tez Dozier, Eli Cobble, obviously, as we've been talking about them. Zeke McCoy also back down here on this side. They're going to move Eli Elkins in. They're going to move Tesh. He's going to run off left guard, and he is going to push the pile, rumble inside the 40, and get all the way down to the Hardin Valley 37-yard line. And that will be second down and very manageable. Second down, three yards to go. Yeah, that was just a great hard run there by uh, Tess Dozier. I think uh, one of the defensive linemen grabbed his shoulder pad at the line of scrimmage, but he just spun out of it before he uh, ran for an extra six, seven yards. You made a really good point. Zeke McCoy's in there at, at kind of a receiving position. He has played some quarterback this year, so that's a that's an interesting dynamic. So we're gonna have 
And keep Eli Cobble there, Tez Dozier. They're going to hand it to Tej one more time. He's going to get it. He's going to push across the 35 down near the 30-yard line. They're going to stove him up at the 31, and that's going to be enough for Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And that was just another hard run by Tez and kept his legs turning. Uh, three different Hardin Valley players just trying to hold on. He still never went down. Trying to get some of those offensive linemen in there. There's some rotation there as well. I think you see uh, see Cal Grubb still locking it down in there. Uh, he's got a uh, he's got a big weekend plan for him if you follow him on social media. A lot of visits to be made for the big guy. I see number 61, Cody Fling, 74. No, that's not 74. I think there's 18 Drew Wallace out there at receiver. It's a nice place. Eli Cobble's going to give it to number 20. 20 with the runner there, Jaden McCord. And he's going to push straight ahead forward. Pick up of two on the play. It's going to bring up second and eight. Maybe a short three. We call it second and seven on the scoreboard. Why not? As we are now nearing six minutes to go here in the third quarter. Yeah, I see Connor Wise, number 66. Number 62, Jackson Whitehead. Number 60, Luke Roberts. Jaden McCord flips from left to right. Eli Cowell takes the shotgun snap, flips it out to Jaden. Jaden got the speed. He's going to get across the 25, cross the pilot logo, and down to the 23-yard line. It's a pickup of six right there. It's going to bring up third and extremely short. Looks <laughs> like we might see the uh, baby hippo package. Yeah, I think there's all kinds of animals you can see right here. Eli Elkins is going to step out wide. I like his little cut across the middle play. They haven't seen that tonight. Again, number 16 looks like to have the controls. Casey Cobble for this second half. He looks to the sideline. He's going to make an adjustment. And Tez came back in for the backfield. Tez Dozier looking at this third and two play. Eli Elkins steps back in as a blocker. He's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to Tez. One step. He pushes ahead inside the 20 and continuing to drive. He gets in near the 15, and he gets to the 15. That's going to be a pickup of about seven there on third. You need two. You get seven, Chris. That's a first down inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. First down, Rebels. And Tez Dozier just showing you his muscle right there. I mean, it's that's another four or five yards after contact and just turning them legs and not going down. Looks like up high up there is Eli. So it looks like you've got Eli Cobble and Casey Cobble both into the game. And you got another big receiver out there, Drew Wallace, number 18, 6'2", junior. He's a big kid. They're going to move Tez to the left side of Casey. Casey's going to take the high snap. He's going to give it to Tez. No, he's going to keep it, deliver it out in the flat, and uh, give 81 for Harden Valley some credit. Jumped the route there, knocked it away. That's Pierce Palmer. He just yeah. got him listed as as B. <laughs> yeah, that was 81 and number uh, 36, Elijah Zimmerman out there, I think was the guy that knocked the ball right away after uh, 81 got the first hit. Second down, 10 yards to go. Ball on the Hardin Valley 15-yard line. Rebels lead 45-3. to This running clock is now under four minutes to go here in the third quarter. Casey Cobble's going to flip it to Tez Dozier. He has to kind of kind of collect himself as he caught it with his back to the line. And he, uh, he spins around, gets ahead forward, and gets down to the 13-yard line. That's going to be third down, eight yards to go. The defense is stacking up here. It's getting a little more difficult to find some room. Yeah, that was just a great play by the defensive end on that side. He read that play, uh, forced the bad throw backwards. Like you said, I think Tez turned around, had to catch it, and by then he hadn't had no momentum forward. 
Again, uh, forward lean means a lot to this running game and just couldn't gain that at that point. Casey Cobble takes the snap, flips it around, and in and out of the hands, intended receiver looked to be uh, number 15, Eli Cobble, was going to be the cobble-to-cobble connection, uh, but couldn't make it happen. It's going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, and that was uh, two Maryville players right there, I think, ran almost in into each other, and uh, both of them looked at each other like, ah, I thought the ball was for me. It was me. like it was mine. No, it was mine. <laughs> And looks like, is this going to be Corbin or is this going to be? It's Corbin. Trenum. Looks like Trenum may get a get a look at it. No, they're going to bring Corbin in. Trenum is the holder here. As looks like this will be a 31-yard attempt. Corbin Price will kick it from the 21-yard line. And the hold is down. The kick is up. A high spinner. The refs look up. It's they good. look at each other. And, yes, it's good. And with 2.21 to go on the third, the Bliss Air Scoreboard has just changed. Your Red Rebels now lead 51-3 to over the Hardin Valley Hawks. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. And welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy, where your Rebels actually lead 48-3. to uh, The scoreboard operator quick to put the three by Corbin Price on the scoreboard, 48-3. to is the new score, 211 to go here in the third quarter as Mr. Trenum is now to kick this one away. And Hardin Valley just looking to return it. Trenum's kick is high, spinning, and it will go into the end zone touchback. I think he's only had one that was even remotely returned, and it would have went into the end zone had, had the kid not jumped for it to knock it down. Yeah. And what can we say about that last drive by the uh... – Second string for Maribel, they put up what almost an eight-minute long drive. Was it 12 plays? 12 plays, 41 yards, 7:36 time of possession. That is a that's efficiency. Yeah. Love to have seen them get in the end zone, but I think just to get them in scoring position and Corbin to come on and knock that one through, uh, that's a that's learning uh, for the, those young bunch. They kept that clock going. I don't think there's much going to stop it now, Chris. But 128 as Hardin Valley looks for first down, first and 10 on their own 20-yard line. Uh, number seven will take this snap. It's in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. That was number that number 13. 18. Number 18. That's Caleb Smith. Yeah, that was a quarterback that's been out there. He's out at receiver. Yeah, Hayden Bryant is the quarterback for the for the Hawks. Number seven. They've played three different ones tonight. And they call a pass interference on Maribel on the cornerback from the far side. I guess he grabbed his shirt maybe when he was I don't know on the slant. Well, and again, that's a tough play. But, yeah, interference called against the Rebels. So, they will push Hardin Valley up. And they will get a first down off of that one. They'll they'll move up to the 30-yard line where it will be first and 10 yet again. 
Under 40 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Again, Rebels lead 48-3. to A lot of fireworks in the first quarter allowed the Rebels to kind of coast to halftime and then uh, allow some youth here in the third quarter. 25 seconds, first down 10 to go, Hardin Valley. They're going to hand it to the running back. He's going to go straight ahead four across the 35 and push his way near the 40. They're going to give him the 40. Pick up of 10, and uh, and it's going to bring up, I think it's going to be first and 10. They're going to give him the sticks. Yeah. That was a great run there by number 35, uh, Tavon Moreland. You know, just a hard run, bounced off a couple of tackles. Luckily, uh, Noah Limbaugh came up for the big hit. This is going to be the end of the third quarter, 3-2-1. I don't think they get this one away. As the clock hits zeros, that's the end of three here at Hardin Valley. Your Rebels lead 48-3 on the road in region play. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. And welcome back to Hardin Valley, where the light show sends us to the fourth quarter, Chris. And uh, there's 12 minutes left in this one. 48-3, the Rebel lead. And at the end of three, uh, all Rebels, a balanced attack. If you look at it, 169 yards on the ground, 193 through the air, 362 yards of offense on just 45 plays. Efficiency has been key for the Rebels. Yeah, and the time of possession, on the time of possession, especially with that last drive, it looks like Hardin Valley is going to look to pooch this one away. He wants to uncork it. He does. And the Rebels run into him and uh, get the P.I. call. Uh, looks like number 23 was in defense, Ty Elder. And he, the intended receiver was 18 for Hardin Valley. He's a, he's a big kid, Caleb Smith. He's a quarterback earlier tonight. Yeah. And that's one of those things where the ball was really underthrown and Ty Elder was trying to make up on the play and the – you know, receiver smartly come back to the ball, ran into him, which gets the call every time. So it's going to move the uh, the ball forward, first down Hardin Valley, and it will be inside Rebel territory. Ball will sit at the 45-yard line. Looks like Mr. Smith will finish tonight as a receiver. He's out here ready to ready to go on the post. We're going to see how they go. They got two receivers to the left, one to the right. Looks like number seven will stay in there at quarterback. He's going to uncork it again, looking for number 18. It is going to be picked off. Picked off and returned. Across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45, 40. And he's rumbling down inside Hardin Valley territory, down to the 36-yard line. Picked off. You go to the well too many times, and he's going to make you pay for it. Ty Elder. And what did we just say? He learned He learned his lesson from the previous play. Exact same no, play that call. No, I think that was. No, it was tie. It was tie. But exact same play call. I mean, they came straight back to it. But this time he turned around, faced up, jumped up ahead of the receiver, took it all the way back. You know, I, I just like how he, he took it and turned receiver. He got upfield quick and, and made things happen. So the Rebel 
the Rebel offense comes back out on the field as we're nearing 10 minutes to go here in this football game and a young bunch on offense hungry to get it. Here we go. Looks like it's going to be Casey Cobble's going to hand off to, is that Jaden McCord? It's like Jaden McCord. Jaden McCord with the football. Is that 20? That's 20. Jaden McCord rumbles down, picks up 11 there on first down. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And I watched him a couple weeks ago in that JV game, and it's a, that, that young man is a hard runner and loves the contact. Casey Cobble will keep the controls. He'll stay in shotgun formation. He's going to hand it to McCord again, straight ahead off guard. And Jaden McCord rumbles for another 11. I mean, I just said it, didn't I? He's a hard runner. He put that head down and took on the safety and ran him over. He's a bang-bang, 11-yard carries back-to-back. 9.25 to go here in this football game. 48-3. to The Rebel lead. Casey Cobble looking to deliver it in the flat. He gets it out in the flat. And reception made and pushed to the 10-yard line. We pick up of about five. The cobbled-cobbled connection there. That's Eli Cobble on the slant catch. We got to come up with a name for that. Cobble Cobble. Yeah, Cobble Cobble. Still don't sound as good as Heritage. Love it, love it. Love My son it. still thought it was a turkey. <laughs> as uh, as Mr. Cobble is going to hand it off this time, and he is going to be fighting, running back, wanting the goal line, and he's going to be dropped and at the one yard line. Wanted in there. And that was number thirty six as the running back this time. That is going to be. Jacob, Jacob Morris, 5'10", 155-pound senior getting some work here. Give it to the senior again. Casey's going to take the snap, hand it to, uh, to Mr. Morris again. He dives for the goal line, will not be denied. Touchdown, Rebels. And the excitement on that sideline to see the senior getting the end zone this year. I mean, that was the best part. I love it because, it, you know, he had smooth sailing from the one-yard line, but he launched because he wasn't going to be denied. Loved it. Touchdown, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. As we near eight, you know, eight minutes to go here in the football game, the Rebels lead 54-3. to And it looks like we're going to try to add one more to it. And that's Charles Trenum kicking this time. Trenum to kick. Looks like Dunford to hold. Let's see, the hold is down, the kick is up, a nice spinner. And they're gonna say no good. I think it just went just to the right of the right up post. I think it went just straight over the pole. <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but it was a, it looked good. Just wasn't. They they look straight up, and so we'll take their word for it. But as the uh, seven and a half minutes to go, they'll stop it for, for change of possession, but that's about it from here. Fifty-four to three your score. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. We'll be right back. Kingdom Design Ministries will be hosting their signature event, Dancing with the Stars, on Tuesday, October 19th at the Airport Hilton. Get ready for a night of dancing, fun, and fellowship. Watch your favorite local contestants take to the stage and compete to win the coveted Judges' Choice and People's Choice Awards. Attendees will have the chance to vote for their favorite performances. Tickets can be purchased at kingdomdesignministries.org, and all proceeds go toward KDM's mission to create dream makeovers and home renovations for children experiencing devastation. For all of our Alcor listeners, 2022 will be a special year for one of your very own. A student at Alcoa City Schools will be receiving a KDM makeover. Dancing with the Stars is an opportunity to have a great time and support our local children. Again, tickets can be purchased at kingdomdesignministries.org, and we hope to see you at the Airport Hilton on Tuesday, October the 19th. 
And welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy. You're listening to Rebel Radio. And if you're wondering the score, it's 54 for the Rebels, 3 for the Hardin Valley Hawks. As the kickoff was the first of the night, I think, a returnable kick. And they uh, they return it out uh, to the 34-yard line. That's number three, Ethan Blaylock. Looks like they're going to run number seven out there. Oh, that is going to be Brian at quarterback. He's going to roll the pocket to the right. He's going to deliver in the flat. I believe that was to number is that 22. Yes, number 22 on the reception. Nick Bell. Nick Bell for Hardin Valley out there in the flat. I'll tell you, number seven, Hayden Bryan. He's a junior, six foot, 175 pounder. Uh, when he get, he can throw as well on the move as I've seen in, in a little bit. Yeah, that was a great defensive play there by number four, Cade Wheeler, out the uh, far right cornerback position. As soon as he, the ball came out of the arm, he was right there to make the tackle. Who else we got out there for the Red Rebels? Looks like we've got uh, Caleb Reeves out there at linebacker, six foot, 165 pound sophomore. High snap for number seven, Brian. He's going to give the handoff to the running back. He's going to go. Try to get back to the line of scrimmage, but I think he that may have been all he got. He gets back for no gain. Yeah. That was Adam Blaylock, number 44 on the run. And that was a great tackle there by number 56, Brandon Husky on this side, hit him in the backfield. It's like, I don't know if you've called his name, but Maddox Stott is out there on that defensive line. Give him some credit. Harden Valley staying in shotgun, trips to the right, one receiver to the left. They're going to roll this pocket to the right, actually. And it looks like he's wanting to throw nowhere to go with it, and then he's just going to throw it away. It's going to be picked off by Tez Dozier. Tez has – I think he's gone. He's gone. He's going to go to the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. When a running back plays defense, he gets to the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Uh, There's a flight that came out late, but it might be just an excessive celebration or something. Well, they were extremely excited to see Tez with the football. He gets it on the left side of the field, cuts all the way back right, and I'll tell you, when he gets to full speed, there wasn't, a, there wasn't an offensive player for Hardin Valley going to catch say, him. Most of the guys on that side were all the offensive linemen. So I was like, as soon as he gets an open field, he's gone. Right now, five is. minutes to go. Let's see what that call is. I don't see, I don't see the offense coming or the offense coming out for for the Rebels because it would have, it would have been post interception. So I'm, I'm thinking you're on to something. Well, in the high school, if you celebrate before you get to the end zone, can't they bring it back out to the? Area where the Zeus thrown around the 20 yard line. Let's see what they got. Harden Valley's making, making a ton of substitutions. Let's see what they're calling. It's just a really odd spot. The clock's going to continue to run because it's at 4.40 to go in the football game, and the, the umpires are meeting to kind of get this cleared up. Here's the call. Maybe. Looks like he's talking to Coach Potter. So maybe it's just both coaches are really unclear right now what's going on. But it's near four minutes to go, and we're just talking. 60-3 to is the current score of the football game. So, again, they're waiting to see if that's an actual score. Here's the call. Finally. Touchdown. Touchdown. After. Dead ball. I'll say unsportsmanlike against the Rebels. 
So they're going to do it on the kickoff, but Hardin Valley chose to take the penalty on the kickoff. All right, so that will see the Bliss Air scoreboard change. Tez Dozier's touchdown will stand, but the kickoff will uh, will be a little farther back. We got a new kicker, too. Number 92 is the new kicker. Number 92 for the Red Rebels. That will be Will Morgan. Will Morgan, a sophomore, 5'6", 135-pounder. And you know what? He kicks it up. And it's good. Go Will Morgan. Uh, big opportunity and made it happen. 61 to 3 is your new score. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP 1059 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. And welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy, where your Red Rebels are all over the Hardin Valley Hawks, 61-3. to I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips, and uh, clinic is a word that comes to mind. Uh, success is a word that comes to mind, but efficient is what tonight's football game has been, Mr. Hips. Yeah, I mean, you can't ask for a better game uh, from all three aspects, in my opinion. Looks like Jackson Whitehead's out there on special teams. A lot of different kids getting to play right now. What do we got going here? All right. I think one of the was still talking to Coach Hunt probably about why they moved the ball back. Everybody's in position. They'll kick it away. Is this Mr. Morgan also? Yes. Mr. Morgan, the soccer player, is going to kick this thing away. A little pooch kick going to land at the 28-yard line. Hardin Valley will take it and run with it. And the, the guy who picked it up was number three for Hardin Valley, one of their bigger bodies. That is Ethan Blaylock. He's a 5'11", 185-pound senior who's running back slash defensive back. You don't necessarily see that a whole, whole lot. And uh, Blaylock gets upfield and uh, will take it to the Hardin Valley 49-yard line where they'll take over first and 10. Probably uh, this should be the last series of the football game. Yeah, that was a great open uh, field tackle there by number 22 from Maribel, Noah Hunt. And, uh, he's actually standing the game down here as one of the cornerbacks. Good deal. A lot of young Rebels out there. I see number 37 uh, for for Maryville out there. Drew Hare, six foot, 215-pound junior. Looks like number seven Bryant is going to take uh, the shotgun snap. Looks to deliver across the middle. Falls errantly incomplete. Yeah, Bring up second flag. and ten. Another flag, I think, is the uh, young, young Maryville guy was over the back trying to knock the ball away. Little P.I. Little P.I. never hurt nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I think, once again, that's a, another pass interference. So. Tristan Swank is out there on that defensive front. A lot of, lot of young Rebels out there right now, but uh, Hardin Valley on the move right now, nonetheless. Minute 16 seconds is what remains in this one. Looks like number seven for Hardin Valley. That will be Hayden Bryant uh, to finish this one at the quarterback position. He's going to take a high snap. No, actually, that's a different quarterback. He's going to hand it off to number 27. Number 27 is trying his best to rumble and uh, doing his best Noah Vaughn impersonation. And number 27, Caden Kucher, 
Uh, no no uh, relation to Ashton as he is getting down inside the 25-yard line, down to the 22. That's number two at quarterback for them. I don't have a number two. I'll just go with number two. <laughs> number two is going to take a high snap. They may have a new center. He's going to uncork it, look for the, the end it, zone. I think it. that's going to be picked off. It's picked off. That is picked off, and let's see, that that's pick number three. Noah Hunt, number 22. Hey, look at that, making the most of his time. Number 22 uh, just, uh, just takes it back for the Rebels. That's going to be probably the finale there with 13 seconds. They're heading to the sideline, and I think that's going to finish this one up as it's eight. Count it down with me. It's going to be five, four, three, two, one. The last road game of the regular season has come to a close. And the Red Rebels victorious in Hardin Valley, 61-3 the final. You're listening to Rebel Radio. When we come back, the Broadway Barbershop post-game show right here, Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming, WGAPradio.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. 
com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responders' service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blount County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guaranteed. Kingdom Design Ministries will be hosting their signature event, Dancing with the Stars, on Tuesday, October 19th at the Airport Hilton. Get ready for a night of dancing, fun, and fellowship. Watch your favorite local contestants take to the stage and compete to win the coveted Judges' Choice and People's Choice Awards. Attendees will have the chance to vote for their favorite performances. Tickets can be purchased at KingdomDesignMinistries.org and all proceeds go toward KDM's mission to create dream makeovers and home renovations for children experiencing devastation. For all of our Alcor listeners, 2022 will be a special year for one of your very own. A student at Alcoa City Schools will be receiving a KDM makeover. Dancing with the Stars is an opportunity to have a great time and support our local children. Again, tickets can be purchased at KingdomDesignMinistries.org and we hope to see you at the Airport Hilton on Tuesday, October the 19th. 
Mastercraft with a K Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Welcome back to Hardin Valley, where it's the Broadway Barbershop post-game show where your Rebels have put on a clinic, 61-3 over Hardin Valley. Chris Hips, Wayne Kaiser. Chris, I went into the Jeep, <laughs> and I am tired. Uh, not as tired as probably these players, but uh, we, we had to go get the Rebel Radio player of the game stuff, and, uh, you know, I, uh, well, I was I'll excited do, to get there. You want me to do the stats? I'll let you get yeah, your breath for a second. Out. All right, so final score was 61-3 in Maribel's favor. We had over 202 yards rushing, 196 yards passing for a total of 50 plays at 398 yards. Uh, let's look at the efficiency. We were 8-for-8 eight eight in the scoring red zone tonight. And I think the only area that we talked about was a little bit that's going to be worked on. I heard the coach staff already said it's going to have to be worked on. 11 penalties for 126 yards was a tough part. Looking at the rushing category, no, Vaughn uh, led the category, six rushes, 99 yards, two touchdowns for a measly average of 16.5 yards. Tez Dozier had six carries, 42 yards. Uh, Gage Ledoux, seven carries, 32 yards, two touchdowns. Jaden McCord, four carries, 29 yards. Jacob Morris, two carries, 12 yards, and that big touchdown. Uh, Casey Cobble, one carry, two yards. And Carson Jones, one carry for the net 14 loss off that one sack. Uh, passing category, Carson Jones was 15 for 20, 170, uh, a completion rating of 173 for 193 yards and one touchdown. And Casey Cobble was one for three for three yards. And in the receiving category, we had Julius Toto, three for 50. Markel Fortenberry, four for 34 for a yard, uh, one touchdown. Novon, one for 28. Carson Jones, the receiver, two for 26. Jackson Phillips, two for 22. And DJ Burks, two for 20. And and what a night. I mean, just a lot of different players making big strides to, to do what you needed to do. But, uh, you know, that's just what the Rebels do. They came out here. They were very efficient. They were hungry, uh, but wanted to get it done. And, uh, you know, I, talking about this, you know, of course, being on the road, you kind of got to make things happen, got to get out of the way. But, uh, you know, our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game is number 55, Mike Bethea. I think he set the tone offense or defensively for the Rebels, but really made the offense for Hardin Valley have to work for every yard they got. Uh, we're going to try to get down to the field just, just based on the layout here. We're going to get on the field and do a Facebook Live with him. So if you follow us on social media, get to our Facebook page here in about 10 minutes. You'll hear the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Mike Bethea, 
on our on our post game show. But the Broadway Barbershop post game show will continue on Facebook Live. We're going to sign off here from Hardin Valley. But the Maryville Rebels had continued their dominance in Knox County, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to eight and zero. And here we go. Seven.